0: Where the hell is Hmong? I mean Hmong, anyway.
1: (laughs) Wow, you're so enlightened, you know that? No, Hmong isn't a place, it's a people. Hmong people come from different parts of Laos, Thailand, and China.
2: Yeah, well how did you end up in my neighborhood then? Why didn't you stay there?
1: It's a Vietnam thing. We fought on your side, and when the
0: Americans quit, the communists started killing all the Hmong. So we came over here.
2: Well, I don't know how you ended up in the Midwest. Snow on the ground six months out of the year. What is it? Jungle people wanting to be in the great frozen
0: time? Hill people. We were hill people, not jungle people. Booga, booga,
1: booga.
2: Yeah, whatever.
1: Then the Lutherans. They brought us over here.
2: Everybody blames the Lutherans, not <laughs>
1: What's going on, guys? How's everyone doing today? Doing good. Mike just put his mouth full of bagels right before we started. Yeah, so we have um, a guest today. Ralph, why don't you introduce him since you have the established relationship? We're just like friends by proxy. This is um, Mike Esposito. LeMichael. LeMichael. LeMichael Esposito. Um, He is friends by proxy with me, but became a very good friend. His wife and the fiance are very close friends. And unlike most of those awkward, let's bring together two world things. We have to force friendships. We have to we force, force relationships. relationships. Mike actually ended up being a uh, pretty damn good dude. Yeah, well, I've only met you t- two or three times now. Three times. Yeah. And um, instantly and just via social media, too, I can tell this guy's sense of humor is like right up my alley with the, the awkwardness and half trolling and uh, a recent recent father as well. And I, lo- I love the, the trolling you do about your child on social media, too. Does, does that ever bother your wife? Ever? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did she get mad about?
0: Um, she got mad at the last week that I posted a picture of myself half naked from the uh, top half. Why would she? Half.
1: Why would she get mad about the, that? The top, the top half. Oh, oh well, why did you? You said dad bod. It was a dad bod. Yeah, but I, now here, my question is: Is it a dad bod the second you become a dad, or is it just the style of body that makes so a dad bod? What
0: happens when you become a father? <laughs> is it sucks? It's you don't get to work out, so you there are certain muscle groups in your body that don't get any work whatsoever unless you're working out or doing something or you're active I'm not very active <laughs> what do you what do you do um, so what you do is hold a baby in your left and right arms so you're getting your bicep it's a very bicep <laughs> tricep heavy exercise babies are
1: bicep oriented so my my arms. If you want to work on your arms, have a baby. They <laughs> work on your arms.
0: It's totally the, the process of lifting them up and holding them around, shaking them, shaking them. Oh yeah, totally. You like to shake the baby, playing um, catch, playing catch with them, throwing him across the room. It's a really good workout. But what happens is you have it's the good arms for the baby's skull too. The arms get bigger, the belly gets also bigger. So you have this like weird. You're protruding like, the stomach all yeah, the time. the Stomach is getting big because like you know you get you start eating comfort foods and you're tired all the what's time. What's what's
1: your comfort food, babies? <laughs> It's the other, other white meat,
0: guys. <laughs> Babies? <laughs> uh, my comfort food is pretty much anything that I don't have to really cook myself. Oh. <laughs> so, you, wait,
1: you're saying that L- you can order effort, it?
0: Less effort is the best thing. I don't I even have do. a
1: kid yet, and I do that anyway. Yeah, you, you, you've you skipped all, like, like I want to see how low you go when you do have a kid. Oh, my God. I mean, there's only really so many places I can get like lower. You're, you're there's wa- only so many ways. You your current is everyone else's rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my rock bottom, for, to me, like, the way it feels is, like, this is normal. So I don't know how I would even handle, like, someone's, like, peak. I would be like, I can't accept this. Things are too good. So, all right. So, again, uh, well, Mike, welcome to You Watch, I Listen. This is episode nine. Episode uh, so ten. We're, no, episode ten's next week with our first female guest, who we'll bring up at a... A future date. Um, now, before we get started, I got to give a plug um, to Blood Rain Lit Magazine. Uh, that's Blood Rain Lit. Rain um, It is a newsletter for, uh, quarterly. They give four a year for only ten bucks, which is pretty cool if you're a horror fan. Uh, it's dedicated to educating and promoting new writers in horror and paranormal fiction uh, for ten bucks a year. Uh, if you're into horror reading, writings, or anything, uh, it's fantastic. They gave me a couple of the issues, and I looked through them. I found some stuff I was really, really into. So make sure you go check those guys out. That's bloodrainlitmag.com. I do, I do have one question. Go What's for the it. difference between a reading and a writing? Uh, well, you're reading about I... people's writings, if that makes sense. So, so you're reading about reading. you um, are promoting the writings of others. So you're reading about writing. Does that make sense? No. Okay. Well. uh, Anyway, check them out. Uh, They've been crazy supportive. I Hope they break off the relationship off. They just how like no, they hear the opening about throwing babies and shaking them. No, no, no. (laughs) Eating them, (laughs) eating them. Yeah, that's true. We did say I, I. I, That's I didn't even think that was wrong. I thought the shaking part was, but eating a baby is fine. Yeah, because like (laughs) shaking a baby, some people actually do (laughs) eating a baby is rarer. I had this. uh, Good. What's up, Mike? Sorry.
0: So there is a movie called um, with Chris Evans. Um, What's the movie on the train? What's the... Girl um, on the Train? No, no. it's a movie... Oh, uh, Snowpiercer. Captain Snow, America. Snowpiercer. Okay. There's Captain a America's train. Captain America's on the train. <laughs> um, Snowpiercer's awesome. And at the end of the... Snowpiercer's awesome, but at the end of the movie, remember when Chris Evans has that monologue about, I know how babies taste and I know they're delicious. <laughs> it, That's kind that of the And it's true, isn't it?
1: I I guess it's how, true. How badly do you want to taste human meat? Uh, um, I'm, I'm very I, curious. I, I would... Wait, wait, are you curious to see what it tastes like or how I feel about it? Oh, I'm curious that, like... If it was presented to me, I don't think I would hesitate at all. Like, I would eat the no, way I someone try presents, it. like, here's alligator meat or something. like oh exotic, Yeah, I mean, you, know, you have to tell me, like, I would honestly want to know the age of the person I was eating. I don't want anything, like, over 50, because that's when things start getting, like, stale, and the skin tags, and leprosy, and I don't want that kind of stuff you, if I'm going to eat it. you would eat
0: somebody's skin tag, that's what you assume that would, would serve you a piece of meat that would have a skin tag Yes, yeah, It's like, it's it's like, like the,
1: it, Yeah, exa- or having, like, the fat on a steak. That's a skin tag. That's what I want. That's... You would you would need a skin tag no. Oh well. you're not loss. I know. You, you just know, eat your baby. You sure. <laughs> ask him that. My babies have no skin tags. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. How do you get? <laughs> Wait till a skin I get tag? to them. <laughs> Where do they come from? Uh, I think you like you concentrate and they just grow. Oh, if you I feel really like well. you get like you get like uh, flap of skin caught on something and it just like stretches oh. out. Uh, there's nothing worse than like a really out of place skin tag on someone. Like if you see it in a bad spot, it could look like a third nipple or another penis. Your, so, uh, that's my my penis nose. actually. thinks it's a skin tag. So um, why don't we jump into our picks from last week um so last week ralph you gave me because i think you went first last week yeah i, I, I don't recall i actually did uh, remember so i i looked into this this album you gave me it wasn't calling call, call, c- cunnilingus it was no it of call, call, i can't even say the fucking word cunnilingus cunnilingus uh no death is silent now i went in with very limited knowledge on this album um you know how i am with rap i like certain types of rap i like one more when the, it's like a poetry type thing and i fucking love this album you did start to finish i liked it there was only one song i didn't give higher than a, a 2.5 and that was uh the petite mort which was like the fourth song that's on actually it. my least favorite. that was song my least favorite too. song but like the opening song right away death is silent uh it just sets the tone for the album the the i was talking to grow how about this album and the way i described it, it the music um sounds like the roots because they're using actual instruments mm-hmm. an actual percussion section and the the lyrics kind of remind me of old most deaf and common like they're actually telling stories and it's not like gangster shit they definitely talk about women in it but not excessively they're not singing mystical shake your ass or anything (laughs) but um, overall I I really I listened to this album probably like 15 times and like I just kept listening to I really really dug it Uh, best song on it this is the first song I've given a five out of all the albums given me and that was graveyard that's the one that had Mm -hmm. like the flute over in the background see I wasn't sure how you're gonna feel about that one because it's such a bizarre use of an instrument I think but the that kind of where it, it set the tone with having the actual if it was like a beat layover and not actual drums I think it would be diminished but mm-hmm. it sounded so raw so real um these all, everyone that was featured on songs they could all rap or they could sing um and this is exactly what I look for in rap I gave this album my highest grade so far it's a 4.2 out of 5 wow. um I was very very happy with it because there there really isn't much like current rap that I can get into when I hear some of the st- the mumble rap I can't stand um everything is just Trap. it's it's just trap music, whatever the fuck that is. I have no interest in That's when in you that.
2: get like a lot. Yeah,
1: exactly. I want to hear stories. I want to hear poetry. That's why one of the reasons I like the new Nas album so much. Uh, again, the beats on that are fantastic. But this one, man, um, I was really happy with this. And I plan on diving into everything the cunnilinguists have made mm-hmm. to see if I it actually kind of remind me of the Flowbots a little bit. If you ever listen to the Flowbots, you know, that's kind of that kind of comparison. Yeah, I would say because they use the percussion. Um, it's kind of like Cornball White Boy rap in some way. But if you actually listen to the lyrics, they are actually painting a picture. So did you see the chart um, I posted when I did my little preview of the album that they're the second or third of like popular rappers? Most they've used the most words. So they. Basically, I believe that yeah. there's no repetitiveness in any of the songs. Like it's not the same like, chorus. D, like, like DMX like, over, over all his albums has used <laughs> like 1,400 words. Cunnilingus have used like 8,600 stop drop and roll over and over again. Uh, they or you got to stop. You got to stop, stop drop and open. He just up just he, <laughs> he plays a hits with his words. <laughs> he knows what the people like. So again, um, that was no of Cunna linguist Death is silent. Um, if you're looking for some rap you haven't heard before that actually. Tell some stories, and uh, it's actual poetry. It's a great album. Glad you liked it. Yeah, I I really really enjoyed it. It was a very. It was the easiest, and I liked a lot of the stuff you gave me. This was the easiest listen. Even the song I didn't like, it wasn't a chore to listen to. Um, it just was the. To me, it was um the least charming, if that makes sense. It it was just there. Yeah, it just it almost felt like a filler song. Um, it didn't need to be there because outside of that, the lowest any other song got was like a three. Um, I had a bunch of fours. About, I like River of the Rain. That's, I River of the Rain. Favorite. You know what? The first time I heard it, I was like, I don't know if I like this. And it took two or three listens. And that one, I ended up giving a four out of five. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. But Graveyard was my shit. That's the song I sent Grow How to listen to. Hold on one second. Go for it. Keep, uh, just keep the four So um, while whatever Ralph is doing, I don't What, I, what is he doing? I'm afraid because he said he has something. No, that's not what I'm that for scares me. me. When actually, somebody says they have something, well, I get very, well, very, very the, concerned. The thing that actually scared me was he walked in. And he go, he opens up a pill bottle and says, this is a heartburn medicine. And I'm like, what do I need a heartburn medicine for? I understand being around you can cause a lot of like physical ailments, but what are you giving me that I need That's heartburn so medicine for? After this. I understand that, but I still would like to know. Like, I had to get my Gran Torino notes. Oh, your Gran Torino oh, notes. Gran so Gran a great movie. Thank you. So let's see what he had to say, because I think Dickhead over here didn't like it very much. Okay. I love it. Yes, thank you. So let's hear what Ralph has to say about Gran Torino. So Gran Torino... I'm going to say this. Of every movie you've given me, this has the most complex feelings about yes, it. Yes, I, I think that's kind of the point. Um, not complex overly, like the mo- The movie's complex, but how I feel about the movie. There are times where you have, I'm very like, much... conflicting views yeah, on it. There's a lot I like about the movie. There's a lot I hate about the okay, movie. Okay, so why don't we start with what you... I actually want to start with what you liked. Let me... So, let me actually just go... Let me go through the movie as a progressive. Okay, Cuz sure. I feel like the flow of the movie is very connected to how I felt. Fair. I thought the first 30 minutes of the movie or so when they're establishing Clint Eastwood he's as He's at the funeral for he his the wife, racist meet his family. I hated that scene. It was the worst of any movie you've given me. The worst like the build up. Um I, I think I, it was so heavy-handed to show that he's a racist, which I I think you have to do that, but it didn't come across realistic. I counted the amount of times my subtitles, because um, Courtney watches everything with subtitles, so I just keep them on. Where it says growls, I had eighteen <laughs> growls. That's my favorite part, right, Mike? Don't you <sighs> like the growls? That the, to me, the growls are a, um, a small. part He's of at the, the funeral the and, the kid and he and he sees his niece, his granddaughter, <sighs> the kid wearing the the Math, uh, the Matthew Stafford jersey to <laughs> like. It just was very unreal, realistic, and that that annoyed me a lot. Okay. Then, when they start establishing how his racism's a little more complex, I like that. Didn't love it, but. I thought like okay, he's a Korean War veteran. He has these, you know, his his neighborhoods being overrun, overrun by, by um, um, Asian low low income, yes. lower class uh, communities. Actually, um, so I just... thought that was the more realistic about yeah. him going about his day. And I don't know if you heard um, about the casting, but he actually I, I that's that I thought made it a little more authentic to me too. No, I I, I agree. Um, okay. Once I found that out, I and you can even tell like it comes across yeah. very yeah. authentic. Absolutely, um, as someone who doesn't really know much. About the hill uh, people, <laughs> yeah, is that what they said? there? They said we're not a, we're not a jungle people, we're a hill, hill people. people. Yeah, um, so that I enjoyed, and I thought when they're establishing him, um, his problems, the 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 neighborhood boy, his problems with his cousin, I enjoyed those scenes yeah. as well. Felt realistic. It That's felt how so realistic. many kids get pulled into gangs by um, family members. Yeah, I think the problem I had with it is I didn't find Clint Eastwood ever sympathetic. I, really? I, and That's- I know that it's a critically acclaimed, I know I'm in the minority with this, but I didn't go, he felt very like, he's a racist old man, he didn't appreciate his family, his family shitty as it is, but yeah. like, I didn't go at any point, like when he started to like, warm up and befriend mm-hmm. the, the boy and be a mentor Correct. towards him. The whole family, really. I felt more like, okay, you know what, you're paying back of how shitty you've been to other people, not like, oh, he's growing, he's thawing. The only scene I really did like where I'm like, okay, I felt that Clint Eastwood was a human is when he's eating all the food. And he's like, this is pretty good. I like when they bring him the food over and he's like, I don't want, is that the, all right, I'll take it. The scene where they have all the stuff (laughs) and it just freezes and the next scene, just him pushing it down the garbage. I love that scene. Um, But then at the end. When he's starting to take the kid under his wing, mentor him, yeah. I don't like that white savior trope. And that's what bothered me. And I'm not coming across because I'm not like one of those social justice, I'm not a super. Liberal You're gonna get person. accused of being that, I can tell you that. Much. I um I thought I'm like, this isn't it made me uncomfortable. Like, Clint Eastwood's here to save the kid. And Maybe I need to get over that, but I just it didn't sit well with me. It didn't come across realistic enough for me to bypass. Okay, it. so my my point of that, and uh, the thing I want to retort you on here is. I didn't take him as... He said racist things. I did not think he was a racist because he called out the white boy that was with the, the Asian girl. He was making comments to him about how he was dressing. He came off to me. He made fun of the priest. He was just an asshole who said what he wanted to say. So the and ra- that's why I didn't think it was a, a white a white savior thing because he took people for what they were once he got past the surface. Mm-hmm. He was a dickhead and abrasive to literally everyone. The racism is just part of his full asshole I mean, and that's... It, it, I don't even think people... back. Then were necessary. Not that I'm defending anything like that, but that they were necessarily racist. But he came from a different time, and in Detroit, especially in Middle America, where it was especially once your town is getting overrun, it was just part of the culture and how you were raised. Just like the Asian people were calling him a white devil and wanting to move, it went both ways here. They took him in as much as he took them in. I understand that. I just I don't not even that. I just don't find him a. I don't like the character. I didn't love the character, and I think the whole near the end when they force, like, the Dirty Harry. Yeah, dude, it was a Dirty Harry movie. It wasn't Dirty Harry, but it was the ghost of Dirty Harry. When he's going and he's, like... You know, Dude, I love that shit. I love it. That would have been <laughs> badass Dude, in any other movie, but it didn't fit there, the tone the, of the li- this movie. The line that instantly I was sold on this movie was when he's hanging out with the Asian kids in the back and he says to the, the girl, go get me another beer dragon lady. That's one of my favorite I will, lines I will in the I will tell you this. His racism <laughs> did become a little more charming when he stopped using overtly racism and it was he more passive like, racism. He's just calling the kids Zips. But like, when <laughs> he brings the kid to the barber and he's teaching him how to talk like, like a, a man-, man. I didn't take that as a positive, like he's giving a good oh, influence yeah. on of child. Course. I took that, I took that as a negative, like he's teaching this kid really bad habits. The way I saw with that kid, that kid had no charisma, no balls, and it was his first like introduction to actually the real, bantering. Can go I ahead.
0: can I say something about yeah, this movie no, that no. really bothers me? Sure, go ahead. Go ahead. This movie came out at a time where there was a couple movies like Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> and like Rainierino. Yeah, you're... they they feature a character in the movie. It's a major character. That you don't know implicitly whether they are mentally handicapped or not. <laughs> I do not know if that kid was mentally handicapped. I kind of took to it that he that. that he was. I thought he was. So when he goes to the barber, he's going. He's taking his little mentally. Handicapped, he's like on the spectrum, on the yeah. Spe- but it's not even on the spectrum. Like you got to tell me whether you're on the spectrum or not, so I can feel a l- little level. Of well, I I bet you like,
1: like when they, they may have probably discussed that when you think about the writing. But like, all right, we're going with all these racial terms. Can we let him start calling this kid like terrible names for someone that's mentally handicapped? But, like, Which I don't think he could have done.
0: Character as yeah, whether that it, tell me whether mean, he's at a mental illness. Or there not, were because he clearly
1: does absolutely, and there were certainly I had issues with him. I love the movie. Don't get too. me wrong, but there are absolutely the, a lot of the issues you said. But I think it, I. It's it's one I've liked the more and more I've seen mm-hmm. it because uh, I I love Clint Eastwood and I like that that like I said it was like almost like the the ghost of Dirty Harry was over the movie is kind of how I took it and the scene the scene where the the gang fight starts happening on the mm-hmm. lawn where they're trying to take the kid and he comes out and I used to stack guys like you a mile high in Korea like mm-hmm. that to me that, that was, was the Clint I wanted yeah that was the Clint I wanted it just and- wasn't the Clint for the movie though I don't think it that character fit. I wanna know honestly. You want to know my my least favorite part you're of the taking, movie. You're taking a cartoon like. Over the top yeah, character was, and putting him in this very trying to be realistic. It was a little. It was like a, almost like a, a bootleg, like Dirty Harry is honestly what it kind of was. It's a very was. uneven movie. It's, I think that's I think it's problem. directed very well. I think it's shot very well. I hated his family. So that made me a little sympathetic to him. The family's very, the family, very and stupid. And that to me is what made him actually sympathetic because of the fact that they were trying to force these things. Like, you know your dad. Why are you trying to push this? Because you want to get your daughter the car. You want to get the house. You want to get rid of him. You, act, you lie about what you're doing. So you get him mm-hmm. off the phone. And he that that to me that moment where he finds out he has cancer or whatever and he calls his son and he actually just wants to talk to that's him. That's the best scene in the yeah. movie. That to me and you could see it on his face and then he's like what am I doing this for? And that's, that's an when he moment. really starts starts to mentor this kid. But my least favorite part of the movie and this is I I think we're probably going to No, on I this. I disagree. Mine is the the end of the movie, the credits with that song it's I'm, right with <laughs> <laughs> I'm right with you. In a grand. I'm right <laughs> with like, you. I hated it. Like, it's part of it like I remember the first few times I saw it I hated it and now it makes me laugh because it it just fits the whole tone of the movie but um I think if that movie came out now a lot of people would have major issues with it which I don't think it to me it's it, it, the whole point of the movie is that it, I don't think he was an outright racist I think he was just an asshole who just said assholeish things and you And saw, I think for that reason that's why I'm not sympathetic to and him And that that's fine I'm a little sympathetic really, I'd cuz like you said the family and he does change a little but it's not enough for me to go like oh it's sad and, he's dead And I'd rather but I'd rather hang out with an asshole who says racist things than a racist who's also an asshole, if that makes sense. Not that it I. Doesn't, it doesn't. No, no, it does. It, it does. It does. Would you sense. rather hang out with the guy who makes racist comments or a guy who comes over in his clan robe? Like, you'd rather hang out with the guy who makes the jokes in the comments, honestly. That's, that's and so, true. It's, it, what an extreme <laughs> example. Yeah, I, I know. To, I could have I one person well, over I dinner. To, I had to justify my argument because that's the only. I have to be right all the time, obviously. Um, so, at a, what was your ranking for um, this movie? Well, one last point. This is the movie where it's the first time there was a character that I hated so much. <laughs> not <laughs> more not, than more than Molly's game. More than Molly's game. Um, it's the first time there was a character that I hated so much. It brought down the movie. I thought the priest's acting and the priest's role in the movie was so poor. Yeah, he hurt, was... It significantly hurt the... That looked, priest sucked ass. The scenes that the priest was in looked like it was directed by a completely different person. I, wish, spliced I wish the gang picked up the, the priest instead of the girl yeah, <laughs> and beat her up and raped her him. <laughs> it, it makes me furious too, Mr. Kowalski. Yeah, and then he's standing outside like a like the white knight outside I the house. Hate. That shit was stupid. The priest was my... The, least. I thought the, the, the storyline where he wanted to get the confession and how Clint came to respect... I thought that storyline made sense, it, but you picked the worst possible actor... Who looked like okay. he should be on and the cover of a Lucky Charms box. I just box. felt like you're harassing this lady. That, that I was sympathetic for. Why is the priest harassing him? Because he made his wife a promise. <laughs> but like that scene at the bar where they were talking and he starts to explain it, that was a really cool scene. There's some I think it, it's such an it's an imperfect movie although I enjoy it very much. I think it's for me it's an easy watch. Like I could just put it on and leave it there. I'm with you. I'm with it's, you and I granted I am a big Clint fan like the Dirty Harry movies I can watch all the time. Yeah. So to me this was like just a uh, an old, it was a basically a bootleg Dirty mm-hmm. Harry kind of like in the 80s when there were all these like bootleg Rambo's and Dolph Lundgren was trying to be uh Arnold Schwarzenegger. I like I like par like almost like a off brand yeah. like a B movie. I um I don't even know how to rank this one. I've i actually been rack like pulling through my brain like should I rank it like um. Do, do I rank it with like a racial slur? Like I don't know. Like I can't do my gimmick. <laughs> What's your favorite racial slur? Like, like that's what I'm thinking. Like, <laughs> don't you do work be- in HR? I, I know. <laughs> like the movie doesn't have any like fun little like oh well... no. no the dragon lady comment is fucking fun. Um,
0: some of those co- some of those racist things are so funny. Yeah,
1: because it just it, because the fact that they don't sit there and get offended. They they the the reactions of the community. Uh, is so. It's no exactly one, how you're supposed to respond No one really to that. gets offended in the movie, which I think is. It, it makes it's so you weird. It's weird how like everyone's like, oh, this is just a racist old man. But so the, I think that's more realistic. But he's being
0: yeah, racist towards a group of people that we haven't really seen
1: movies about. It, Correct. Well, so, that was but, what was really cool is that it's not the stereotype. Yeah. yeah that yeah. scene with the with the black gang when he walks up to them oh, <laughs> and right. the first comedy says that's his. Oh, by the way, that's his. Uh, that's his son. The, the white. The white uh, that was his that son. Was son yeah. That's funny, man. So
0: was was that Scott Eastwood? In that with that kid, I guess yeah, I, it's a son. In yeah, Eastwood, I, don't I forget know. if he Scott has Eastwood has no charisma. He is not. His oh, father. that kid had no
1: charisma. So that, he looked like Jamie Kennedy in Malibu's Most Wanted. Is exactly um, what he looked like. Out of five, I, what I, do you give I, it? Two and a half. Okay, and that's kind of um, that it's was, a very complicated movie. Like my feelings towards it, because there's a lot that I love about the movie. Do you think it's one you could like upon a second viewing, a little <laughs> more? The thing it's a. Like if you caught it off I don't know if I and... want to rewatch it. Anytime I'm not saying, soon, but though. if it was something like it was on and there was nothing else, could you sit there? Because I can, p- yeah, keep it could. on. And I didn't, I didn't hate it the way I hated Molly's game. Okay, okay. Molly's that's game, fair. I never want to see again. Yeah. That's fair. This, I just don't think will ever be my first choice to watch. If that, I'll never be like, oh, let's watch Gran Torino tonight. I'm yeah. going move for Gran Torino. <laughs> yeah, I literally, I, um, because my media server's down, so I was like, I wanted to watch it to refresh, mm. and I was like, oh, I actually own this movie, so I was um, able to just put it on and I, I, hang I d- back. The the white savior thing that got to me See that,
0: now Does your perception Of this movie change Because when it came out you know, we all knew what Clint Eastwood was as a person. But after that, a couple years after, we had the, the chair moment at the Republican National Convention. Yeah, like, yeah. Does your perception of this movie change because you think that he might actually be that guy in real life? No, I don't. No, I don't think so. Well, Eastwood, I, I don't think it changes for I me I mean, either. he's
1: done so much. Uh, like, the fact that he actually wanted, he didn't just cast Chinese actors to play yeah, these roles. Yeah. That, to me, tells me that his character, this character in it is probably more of... Um, He's blurring the lines of his actual personality. And also things that he he wrote this movie. He helped yeah. write it and he directed it. So it's probably things that he has said before. Yeah. But I think it's more of just uh, blurring the lines between his actual persona and the character. I okay. also think um, the fact that like he's politically very yes. right wing, but he also is very like he thinks the Republicans lost their way with like gay marriage. Yes, like that. so I don't think he's he's got a very that... fair person. He's I, fair. I, yeah, I yeah. think like I don't agree with him on everything, but I also don't think he's someone that just you know pounds his chest and you know this is and you then know, you have to call him a neo-nazi and try yeah, to ruin yeah, his I career totally, totally, Um at first I I, I went to Courtney it. I'm like do you think like he like someone in Hollywood said like hey make this movie will make you look good but then when I'm watching I'm like no I actually do think this is something he really enjoyed yeah, and I think I, probably I think he put, had something to say about that yeah movie. I mean and it was and you also I mean although it's like way more hypersensitive now and the reviewers are more liberal at in the beginning of, around the time it came out that was when it really started and these liberal reviewers liked the movie for the specific reason that it wasn't this guy who was a hateful racist. He just had some old man racism. Is the best I, way I, like I get to describe it. it. It definitely wasn't heavy handed in that regard. It didn't push a message down your throat. I think it was more realistic. I just don't particularly like the movie. I think I don't think it's the message. I it's think it it's the movie itself. And that's that's fair. And I I'm actually kind of I'm kind of happy that you disagreed because I wasn't sure. I thought you were gonna love it. I thought you were gonna love it. Too. I actually yeah. I you're actually the only in, one of my friends that I, I know that didn't love it. And like, I didn't uh, dislike the movie. And I actually don't think I touch upon enough of what I did like in it. It's it's just, I went in with very high expectations. And that, that could have possibly altered your view like, on it, I'll, too. I'll give you this. Molly's Game, I went in with low expectations. And you hated it. And I hated it. And I kind of think I had to force myself to not like bury it. I had to be like, okay, you have to pull some good out of this yeah. movie. Um, the Edge of Tomorrow I went the other way I expect to hate it and, and I you loved, loved it, it. I, Edge I, that, of
0: Tomorrow is like one of my favorite movies in the last 10 years that yeah, movie from, I, I, it's great I, I was
1: shocked how much I liked I, it dude, I like Tom th-
0: Cruise in that movie I like Tom Cruise in almost every action Me movie too. he's great which, I saw American Made last week it was American HBO. Made was dope American Made yeah. was dope but it was also it feels like it was directed by a different person than Edge of Tomorrow they were both Doug Liman yep. the camera work and the direction in Edge of Tomorrow a, was such a different thing than yep. American it, Made
1: it, you actually feel like you're in this crazy CGI setting which yeah, is very difficult to do unless it's like Starship Troopers. So, all right. So now we got that out of the way. um, Did you have anything you wanted to jump Um, into? Do your thing first, and then we'll do the bag. Okay. So um, earlier this week on uh, Facebook, Twitter, um, I wanted to make an interactive game. And in this case, I actually talked to Ralph about this. I wanted to rank the famous killers and creatures and slashers in horror specifically. And what I did was I asked everyone to either give me your favorite and or scariest. um, Who scared you the most or who your favorite is of these. So... I'm going to go over exactly what the percentages were first, and Ralph, you may be unhappy with this because your favorite is actually Jason Voorhees, correct? Jason's my favorite, but I'm I'm not so married to him that like I understand the criticisms okay. of Jason. Okay, so so first and foremost, um, the number one favorite, uh, we got about um over almost three hundred votes on this thing. Wow, Pe- three hundred people participated. You're a very popular, um, guy, Dan. We're, well, you know, what? I think our, I'd like to say our show is getting popular, mm-hmm. but I mean, I would definitely say that people like me more than they like Ralph. um hundred <laughs> percent, I like you more when I met when I first met you, Dan. I was just like, I like you,
0: but I don't want to offend him by saying <laughs> I like you more.
1: Well, thank you. I actually the first time I met you, and I've known Ralph a lot longer. I liked you more too. So we're actually going to kick Ralph off the show, and you're it's, the new yeah, host. I'm
0: just going well, to. talk about <laughs> my baby pooping on on me. Oh, it's just going to turn gonna into a baby guy. show, first you time watch, dad god. show. You watch
1: I Mike. You you, you watch you, I might not. Uh, no, you to watch this? I father. That's I, you. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Please, <laughs> so, that'll be the most boring show in the history of the world. <laughs> so number one favorite that everyone with 14.1 percent of the vote was Freddy Krueger. Um, number two was Michael Myers with 12.5. Number three was Jason with 11% under favorite. Number four, and this is where it kind of started to surprise me, was Pennywise the Clown at 10.2 at four. Number five was Leatherface with 9.4. Number six, Hannibal Lecter, 8.6. Number seven, Pinhead for the Hellraiser series, 7%. Number eight, Norman Bates with 6.3%. Number nine was a three way tie between Jigsaw from Saw, Chucky of Child's Play, and Patrick Bateman with 5.5%. And number 10 was a tie between Jack Torrance of The Shining and the Xenomorph of the Alien series with 3.9%. Others receiving votes were uh, Kevin Spacey in Seven, The Leprechaun, The Creeper from Jeepers Creepers, Jaws, and The Candyman. Um, so, first and foremost, Freddy being number one did not surprise me at all. I have no problem. Even though I'm he, a Jason guy, he Freddy was the has the no most transcendent pop culture horror Mm -hmm. figure I would say Um, so that didn't surprise me Um, I actually kind of expected Jason to be number two just because he's the most synonymous with Freddy as well he's him and Freddy are both equally iconic different reasons but I I was happy to see Michael Myers coming at two percent because the Halloween the Halloween movie to me is the the original one is the greatest of the actual slashers Mm -hmm. um, as far as being a movie I think it's the best made film especially when you consider what John Carpenter was doing Um, so did you have oh you know who got a zero on both favor and scariest no votes who Ghostface from Scream. Got no votes. Go, uh, yeah, but Ghostface, I feel so much more I, I think the costume is more popular than the the actual killings themselves. Because there were so many different people that donned yeah, you the know, when I four see, movies. When I see The Mask, I don't think of Scream, the movie. I think of... Scream. He's using the mask. That's o- like I think I what, what possibly heard it was a scary movie as well that turned it into a that's comedic true. kind of thing this with the nice. tongue sticking out and oh, was up. Man. Mike, who who is your favorite My, of them?
0: Actually, so I don't like anybody who is unkillable. Okay, sorry, so sorry, like sorry,
1: Jason, kinda. Uh, yeah, I don't like any of those dudes. I don't like
0: uh, Michael Myers. I like a lot, mm-hmm. but because of the first Halloween movie. Of course, but then it the it sequels. Like a real flesh and blood person. Correct. I like the trailer for the new Halloween movie. Oh, it movie looks fantastic. With David Gordon Green and Danny McBride. I kind of The fact it. that it's Danny McBride kills is like me. doing a Halloween movie, but it's kind of it feels tells like me. it's something well, a passion like
1: Exactly. I like that it's a fan making it, yeah. not a guy just getting a big contract.
0: Oh, I totally agree. And um, my favorite one, actually, I'm not going to lie, it's Leatherface. I, because of the culture, it in that changed community. everything. It changed everything.
1: I actually have some notes there on that, too.
0: stuff where, like, I remember. Um, so I saw the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake with the Jessica more, Biel. Yes, yes. I um, played two thousand three. and Mike Vogel. Yep, who yep. Was in Cloverfield and yep. got died on the bridge. I just don't remember that. Um, I remember got seeing that died on got the bridge. Died. He got died on the bridge. With what my, color uh, did they die him? Fatherhood <laughs> literally just <I> haven't <laughs> sleeping. He got died now. Um, so. I liked that movie, and I saw it with a girl, and I was 15, and she was, like, 22, and she was, like... Oh, nice. Whoa, robbing the cradle. I was robbing the cradle a little bit, I saw it, and um, the culture of just, like, that was set in the 70s, right? 1974, it came out, correct. So, you're driving on a highway, you hit a tire, there's no one around, there's no cell phone, there's a community of people who are literally looking to kill you. Cannibals. All those An people, actual family, their, their family, yeah, their culture, where yeah, it's leather, okay, the that, cop, all of that stuff. I feel like they could actually happen,
1: correct? And um, that's one of the things that made the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is just a landmark film. Which I have some, like I said, I have some notes on that, and we'll dive into it a little bit more. Um, See, I, I'm actually not the opposite, but I take a different tack with that. I think the unstoppable completely you can't reason with it's this. more fun. E- I do think that evil gives you a more sense of nihilism towards yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, for instance, Michael Myers, Leatherface, even though they're insane and, you know, you can't reason with yeah, them. there's no because empathy. Because they're human, there's a level of, like, okay, maybe there's a soul in there. Maybe there's something we can get to. Which, I th- And I think that's more disturbing, but I don't particularly care well, for that. The- I like the... This is an, basically an animal in a human's body. That's Jason, pretty much. Jason. Th- and one of the things... the reason And Freddie's in between the two. Correct. And the reason that it works so well... Michael Myers, when they made this character, they made the point, specifically in all the movies, to mention the black in his eyes that you can't reason with this, this mm-hmm. human. Um, so I want to dive into our personal favorites in a minute. So on Scariest, I got more votes on this one. Who would you think is number one scariest for everyone? If you had to guess... Mike, we'll start with you since you're our guest. Uh, Who would you guess?
0: The alien from Aliens, because I don't like...
1: So that's who scares like you the cool. most. I don't
0: like lizard creatures. <laughs> I, I'm scared of Jurassic Park. So, like Jurassic World, Kingdom, Jurassic World falls. Jurassic Kingdom Park's is his favorite. Are you, are you excited
1: for our movie? Dawn. Um, what is it? Ju- um, Dawn of the Jurassic Park. <laughs> it's or, it's a. Planet, the, it's Planet of the Apes versus Jurassic Park. I'm coo-
0: and I'm cool with that. Um, Jurassic, <laughs> well, lizards scare me. So, so, so like, I'm not I'm asking you what scares
1: you the most. Who do you think the community said was the scariest? Who I think the community. Who would you think that scary- would scare scare the most? Just based on your your history, your what you've seen from people like. Who who do you think people get scared of the most? I think Freddy is. Generally okay, do so you the think Freddie's going to take? What would you think? Um, I'm going to actually surprising I'm gonna, gonna leather... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Leatherface wrong Leatherface actually made it, all, it was all the way down at 7 number really? 1 pretty by a wide margin wider, wider than the favorite margin between 1 and 2 was Pennywise the clown and so much of that has to be yeah. related to that original Tim Curry made for TV 1 because I know when I was a kid and I saw that that fucked me up it's, you know that's a time. really good point that goes into that was scarring at the time that, when that you goes saw into when we a your kid. instincts as a child which uh, I, yep. I think and it was, I get that and it, uh, so then number 2 number 2 this is another one. Going into your instincts as a child was Chucky, which I totally get. Oh, yeah, he got uh, so Pennywise got fifteen percent of the vote. Chucky got twelve point nine percent of the yeah. vote. And again, going to your instincts as a child, number three, the Leprechaun at ten point seven percent. No, I, it's crazy. I know a lot of people that were creeped out by the Leprechaun. I like the Leprechaun movies. I think they're very funny. Leprechaun the in the Hood, Lep in the it. Hood, gonna do no good is the song with <laughs> Ice tea. And I've seen both Leprechaun in the Hood and I've seen Leprechaun in Space as well. There's a big difference between that <laughs> and Cop Killer. I know. So this is the first three. I get Pennywise, I get Chucky. Leprechaun, I thought, was a little surprising. And number four, it was a tie between Michael Myers and Freddy Krueger with 9.6%. Number five, I was happy to see him bump up one spot was Hannibal Lecter at 86 That's the realism, I guess. Uh, the fact that, again, this is a human that just doesn't care, um, that he's but, uh, so intelligent. He, so I, it, Real quick, though. I feel like that's a completely different type of horror it though like really, I don't yeah, think right. of him as a slasher or even like a monster I think of him as like I think I would normally agree but, but that look on the he got synonymous with the slasher series with on the stre on the board wrapped yeah. up with that mask on you instantly oh, he became an a, icon he's yeah. a horror icon I just think so that would a, lead to the next one number six which also is he a horror icon is Jack Torrance of the Shining with five points? yeah see I'm, I'm right with so, you same thing because that one was more demonic and a uh, haunting type thing so I can get I didn't that. Even put American Psycho in that category too well we have Patrick Bateman Coming up in a minute So after Jack Torrance With 5.3 We had a three way tie Between the Candyman At number 7 Jaws. Know who the, candy the Candyman was, Man was actually a, The, the first Man one was, was pretty cool good. That was a pretty cool one That was Tony Todd Playing him Who was kind of a horror icon Himself I very vaguely, I vaguely yeah. remember now. Tony Todd is actually In what I think is the Probably the greatest Horror remake ever And not many people Have seen it Is the Night of the Living Dead Remake from 1991 That make up um, and costume icon Tom Savini actually directed. Um, Tony Todd's a star. He plays the famous black guy from the original one, but they kind of put a spin on it. So also, if he's have, in Final Destination. Yes, he's in Final Destination as is the death guy that tells him about death. Yeah. I've never even heard of this Candyman he, movie. Candyman, it looks creepy Candyman is creepy. I was scared um, to say Candyman three times yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah, the movie fucked you up, man. Why um, um, he got bees? But, but think, but you you gotta watch it. it. You Isn't gotta, there a
0: thing with all of this that people are... Thinking the things are scary Because of when they saw it When they were a kid Correct It's the critical age
1: Hypothesis well, right Yes When I mean, you're 5 ab- to 12 Absolutely And I say I, My favorite genre of horror Is the you zombie owe me money film money For what I told you that Somebody would say Critical age hypothesis On this show no, <laughs> Shut up uh. So um, You were just saying About the critical age hypothesis My favorite genre of horror Are the zombie movies I, I love them I love almost all of them Save for a few And that's because The first time I was ever Scared in a movie Was my dad letting me Watch Night of the Living Dead When I was like 7 years old And it just fucked my head up and it still kind of sticks with me sometimes as much as i watch them and play them there is a, a level of still like a little creepiness that comes up in me um i want to round this out at number eight was a three-way tie again between pinhead jigsaw and making his first appearance on the top 10 was uh, kevin spacey and seven um they got 3.2 percent of the vote at number nine it was a three-way tie between norman bates the xenomorph from alien and the creeper from jeepers creepers with 2.1 percent and these three got zero votes on scariest. Jason Voorhees, Ghostface, and Patrick Bateman. Got zero percent. Now, we got some other names that were thrown in there that weren't necessarily in the realm of horror. Um, uh, what's his name? Anton from No Country for Old Men. Yep. Um, I could That movie could be looked at in some ways as like a horror movie because he is this human who has no empathy for you killing You know people. what? If he, of all of them to see in real life... That would be the scariest. That would be that the scariest because scary. that could actually happen. Pete Rose haircut... Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the, my favorite, this was my, fu- the funniest suggestion. This was from, uh, Drea, uh, Christopher Lloyd and Dennis the menace. <laughs> I did see that. He is very scary. And that, that, that actually led to another one, um, from childhood, uh, Gene Wilder and Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory. To- if he's you, an ass. Spe- So mixing between Willy Wonka and Christopher Lloyd, there's this great parody trailer on YouTube, uh, called Gobstopper. And they filmed this whole trailer. Like it was a horror version of Willy Wonka with Christopher Lloyd playing him. And Christopher Lloyd is the perfect person to do that. Um, um, your uh, your wife uh, actually gave me Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs, which is definitely he was creepy as shit. Yep. Would you? He just always he just always gets <laughs> uh, overshadowed by yeah, Hannibal Lecter. That's the problem. By the
0: way, when when I change my kid, we put lotion on him. <laughs> <laughs> so like, we, like, no, we like there's this like there's like this lavender lotion that helps the baby go to sleep, and we put it on him. And we go, it puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> but you know what? Silence of the Lambs it is os- is an Oscar winning prestigious movie. It was it's the first normal. real
1: uh, horror movie to win big Oscars. But
0: is it? Here's the thing though.
1: Does it qualifies? A traditional
0: horror movie because of all the awards it's won is it so much yeah, far I, above everything else? I think
1: I think can the, a the, horror the, movie be quality? Yes, I, I well, think Get Out has won Oscars. Get Out won Oscars, but Get Out I don't think it was a horror. Movie. I think more as a thriller. A social, uh, but I mean it's you can thriller. you can blend them between thrillers can be viewed as horror, horror can be Good viewed album. as thrillers because I didn't think I loved a quiet place and some people view it as a horror movie. To me, it was more suspense. A lot of it is in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. Now I don't think just because a movie wins Oscars it should be disqualified, and that's one of the big arguments. And it happened with uh, the Dark Knight when that was not nominated for all got nominated for every technical award but not best director because they don't want to nominate a superhero movie it didn't get nominated for best director best picture because they don't want to nominate a movie. it's like a uh, comedy winning best picture correct which does it hasn't happened since like the 60s so um i I think quality quality horror is one of the hardest things to do because it's the easiest genre to fall into the cliches of the jump scares the oh it was the your best friend the whole time it's the easiest one to fall into i also think it's the one genre where we don't fully understand why people get scared. Yes. I think you understand, you I'm can scared. relate to why people are sad or whatever. It's but, very hard to someone that was scared for the same exact like, reasons you I wouldn't you are. know how to make a movie to scare myself. That's a great point. Uh, sometimes I, I think because the part of the scare thing is that you don't necessarily see what's coming, that's going to scare you. So that it is really hard to make. I don't know what yourself. scares me until it scares me. Yeah, exactly. Um, so now that we, uh, oh, and the other ones I got, I got Otis from House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. And this one, a very underrated movie, if you have not seen it, Hen- Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer with Michael Rooker is one of the all time greats. Um, incredibly underrated performance. Michael Rooker has Michael been underrated. Michael Rooker is one of the all time greats I'm, in general. I met him at a convention, man. It was like right when. When he had gotten killed off The Walking Dead, mm. and he was like one of the coolest dudes. Like he came off like his character in Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, quick question: Go Where for to, it.
0: Two, two things. Where does Steve Buscemi and Con Air fall into this? <laughs> <laughs> He's, doing Le- He's doing Hannibal Lecter. That's true. Yeah, and he also t- did <laughs> Hannibal Lecter in another movie, um, <laughs> basically. And also, where does Kevin and where we need to talk about Kevin fall? Oh, that's a really good as one. That's a That's, parent, a, that that's a fucked me. up movie. That that's a totally fucked up movie. And Ezra Miller is crazy. He, he, good he, in did him. you ever see? You need to talk about Kevin, I've uh, heard that, heard that, of Tild- it. I Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Ezra Miller. John C. Riley. John C. Riley per- in a perfect dad. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's so funny when people
1: see him in serious roles now. Like before Talladega Nights, that's all he did. He was in Days of Thunder, and then he was in the Talladega Nights remake. He was in Chicago. I Delores. Clayborne Gangs in yeah. New York. I love seeing comic actors in real roles. I don't know why. I just I, I, I enjoy it. I'm with you. So now um to wrap this up, um I talked to you about this. Mm-hmm. Um I wanted to do your personal top 5 on a couple different things. Now the Mount Rushmore of movie killers. Like who are the four most important? And this one was really hard, but I'm dead set in this ar- and I've arguments for each one. Um my Mount Rushmore is Freddy Krueger. Michael Myers, Leatherface, Jason. And the Jason one was the hardest for me to figure out. I had the number one, another one I wanted to put on there. But I think if you're looking at the what redefined the genre of a movie killer, and it went from being the people like Norman Bates, who I had trouble leaving off, to the monster that you can't stop, that you can't kill, and keeps coming back, that really changed horror. And that's what so many of these horror movies are. They try to be. I, I actually I agree with all of them. I take Leatherface off. I can't. I'll tell you why. Okay. It's not so much... I understand your argument entirely. Mm -hmm. I'm not disagreeing with it. But the way I view that is how iconic they've become in pop culture. That's fair. I put Chucky in there. there. Yeah, I mean, he was was at the VMAs. He has... I mean, the two most recent Chucky movies are awesome. The ones that were like straight to Netflix, they're really, really good. And... I think that plays a lot. Also, Chucky kind of came around a little bit after that first wave. Yeah, race. he was the mid-80s. So I think kind of brought that back into the mainstream. I don't think it's a great argument because I think Leatherface is definitely a better villain yeah, well, but I think as a society as a whole I put Chucky above I, him for that I reason I actually had this discussion with another um, a couple podcasts where they were arguing about Leatherface and the quote that someone made that made me realize I can't leave him off there is that there was a the Mount Rushmore of horror which was like Norman Bates and guys like that and then Leatherface came along with a chainsaw and carved his face into it because he was the first the first that's like removing um, George Washington from the presidents. he was the first of these characters Mount Rushmore was was a scary president, four <laughs> heads. It's very so, weird. So, who, what about you, Mike? Would you change yours, or uh, would you? I
0: would, so, I have a very different because I don't like horror, I, I don't like watching horror movies because I'm st- I'm actually too scared to go to a theater to watch a horror movie. Because, don't I go don't, see hereditary, well, dude, well, especially, We're talking that, about it on the ride now, yeah, because now I have a family now, it's all the sins of the father, all that stuff, sins of the mom. But, yeah, my, yeah. my, my things are very um instinctual from my childhood, so like. The Spit Raptor from Jurassic Park. Oh, that's a good one. That's Scared a really good. The, you, the Xenomorph, me, you said. The Xenomorph. What about um, the Predator? The Predator actually didn't scare me that much because I feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger can beat up anything <laughs> at that point. That's a good point. Predator's more goofy Ar- than that. Yeah, yeah it, it, Predator's just like fun. It, it, it's it fun. fun. It's an it's action a fun movie. movie, and Shane Black was in it. Now he's making directing the, Predator, the new one. Directing yep. The new so, one.
1: So um, I think uh, the who would you remove between Freddy, Michael Myers, Leatherface, and Jason if you had to remove one? I would remove Jason. Okay. And I I actually probably would remove Jason Um, and put, if I was going to remove anyone, it would be him. But he is another one that transcended pop culture and yeah. the hockey mask alone. That style of hockey mask. That's, not, be, that's not my Jason, on my Jason. You like the, like the potato sack Jason. I like potato sack Jason. Now when you see that hockey mask, the first thing you think of is Jason Voorhees. Yeah. It's it's kind of crazy that he took over this thing that had been around for all these years. And they years. were using it you know, in know, NHL. Yeah, Exactly. Um, so my Mount Rushmore was Freddie, Michael, Leatherface, Jason. You would swap Jason out and for what scared you was the, the spit raptor. The spit <laughs>
0: raptor which I can't see ever again because it scares me. <laughs> and he killed Newman. He ki- well, yeah, <laughs> Newman I love because every time Newman showed up I'm like, I can't wait for this.
1: <laughs> so then I this is where I um, I changed up the five greatest and actually did these in order of one through five and um, this is where Norman Bates made it on at number five yeah, for me. That- but number one for me was Michael Myers because I do think Halloween was the most important. It made that, that big babysitter helpless teen kind of thing happened um freddy is number two for me another one just changed pop culture became such a big thing they made video games he had an mtv show for christ's sake man um they had a freddy krueger hotline where you could call up and talk to a recording of robert england at one point um then i put leatherface because of how he changed the genre Mm -hmm. jason again pop culture and then norman bates because he was the first like like um deranged killer that you uh-huh. saw there were others before that yeah. you had uh um prom night things like that but um Norman Bates had to be my five uh, in my five greatest since i left him off mount rushmore mm-hmm. uh, mine's actually very similar um i put bates number 1 actually okay that's fair nice. i'm i'm fine with that um, because I'm just going by greatest, like the yeah. best performance. Like fair. I don't know how I'm doing it, but it just it's very easy for me. Yeah. Um, number two, I'm actually putting Myers. Okay, I'm fine with that. I put him number one. Um, I'm putting three, Freddy Krueger. Okay. For, again. I'm putting Chucky. I think Chucky That's fine, just is a great. Uh, I I hate Chucky. There's people uh, adults still say that dolls creep them out because of Chucky. So why not?
0: Dolls creep me out in general, not <laughs> just because of Chucky.
1: Did you watch Annabelle or The Conjuring? No, because I don't. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm too much of a I'm too much of a puss. I don't like watching horror movies. When I, when I was
1: little, my mom said I used to take the clothes off the Chucky doll and then throw it off the porch, and she doesn't understand why I did it. I have an if, actual Chucky doll at my mom's house. Yeah, the Buddy house. doll. Yeah, or, I, or is I have. It have Chucky I have. No, it's, it's Chucky it's not the good guy doll um but i told caitlin one day i like took a picture of, like i'm bringing that home she's like then don't come home <laughs> and i'm like i was just gonna like put it in random spots she opens she up falls fridge. in love with it opposed <laughs> to you you're,
0: you're like elf in a shelf. It just put it in a different spot. that's, that's right? exactly yeah. what i was thinking
1: um so then i did scariest i don't know if you did this one but number one for me actually went with the votes i put pennywise because i remember that fucking me up as a child um freddie chucky leatherface michael myers and uh we'll round it out um with your personal favorite. This is the one I think was the easiest to do. What did you have for your personal My personal favorite is Jason. Okay. I love Jason. I just it's the only horror franchise that I'm actually a fan of. Like And I I do like Jason, but the problem is for me those movies are really bad and that's part of their charm, but mm-hmm. I actually am very entertained by even the bad Nightmare on Elm Street. It's not the best, not the scariest, just my personal favorite. Yeah, and I and I, I, listen, I love Jason too. I will watch all those movies, but like some of to, them are a fucking This is chore. the way I view it. I would like to one day come home and Jason pulls up in his car, he's you my neighbor, sh- 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 and like he takes a beer and he goes, tough day at the office, and then he tells me about all <laughs> that I like, that's eye, how like <laughs> rather than him jump out from the bottom of the he lake. He just lifts his mask so slowly to take a sip of the Coors. So you had Jason at... Uh, number one favorite. Who is your personal favorite? My I know that you said you don't favorite, love her. My,
0: my personal favorite is the xenomorph
1: xenomorph i watch every alien movie I, with my eyes. did you
0: like did you like covenant i like I, I i dug it i i dude it's such a weird michael fassbender situation once the I'm, second half of that movie kicks in because and here's the thing, I, I love fassbender i love fassbender he's my
1: favorite um what, what, Ridley what scott thinking he's still like a top director but you know
0: what he directed the martian and the, the martian is like my um my modern like movie that i can watch at any time okay it's comfort food yeah. From me. yeah it's funny there's drama in it. I, I people don't realize The martian's like a,
1: the martian's a dark comedy it's a dark comedy, Absolutely. but it's also
0: like it's also just so imminently rewatchable. Yes. but the the one that doesn't scare me that it used to scare me as a kid, but it doesn't scare me anymore is Freddy. You know why? Why? Because. I used to sleep as a child. <laughs> now you don't. Now sleep. Now I don't sleep because yeah. I'm a new father. I'm like, oh, did it intact my dream. I'm gonna have a baby waking oh, me up in ten minutes I, anyway. I
1: wonder what did it to me because I still don't really sleep. And uh, I, Freddie, definitely creeped me out when I was. I remember the first nightmare in Elm Street I saw was parts of uh, the Dream Warriors and something about the idea of falling asleep and there's nothing you can do. Fuck with me. So Freddie is Kevin, actually
0: the image of Kevin Bacon going right into the bed. No, Johnny Depp. De- oh, Johnny Depp. Sorry, that was Kevin, his, that was a different movie. Yeah, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon was in, was in uh, Animal thir- House. He, animal-
1: Kevin Bacon was in Friday the Thirteenth too. Oh, he was also sorry. in Animal House. That was his very first movie. Nightmare on Elm Street was Johnny Depp's first movie with the famous um, getting sucked into the bed. Um, So my number one is um, uh, Freddy. Um, I have the whole box set of all the movies. I love all of them. Uh, My number two is actually Hannibal Lecter because I have such a... um, uh, an affection for the books the movies I thought Red Dragon with Ed Norton was incredibly underrated and also the recent Hannibal TV series the first well, yeah, the was- first two seasons I, I, it's very rare that you can take such an iconic performance Anthony Hopkins and Hannibal Lecter and Mads Mikkelsen actually make you kind of forget about it that's very very difficult to do um, so Hannibal for me I w- um, I'll just round out because we, we got to get to other yeah, stuff my yeah. number three is The Predator I know we said it's not really horror but I have loved The Predator movie so much um, Michael Meyer Number four and number five, Jack Torrance of The Shining. Um, I don't really have a strong conviction past two. I put Xenomorph two, okay. and I really don't really. I, I guess Freddy would be three because I really do like For me, Freddy. The and one I, after that, the, the one I had trouble even it. off on this one was Pinhead because the, I think the first two Hellraiser movies the first three Hellraiser movies are fantastic. Pinhead They're, is the most complicated, not complex. Uh, have you ever but, actually watched all the Hellraiser movies? I've only watched a couple. of Dude, them. Dude, the first three are fucking great, and I hope they don't actually remake them because it's they they doesn't hold up. only one guy ever play it, well no. recently there's been new pinheads oh. and terrible sequels that have happened, but um, it was always, it was always him, yeah. Doug Bradley playing him. Um, I don't know if you had any others. You said the Xenomorph.
0: The Xenomorph, um, and really, uh, like I said, I don't really watch horror movies, so you I don't can... like being scared. <laughs> I love being I'm, scared. I'm a giant puss. <laughs> <laughs> and fully, fully, it's always been my thing. Um, yeah, that's...
1: Well, that was a lot of fun, so I want to thank everyone that participated in there, and I hope that um, you heard yours on there, pretty much. Very um,
0: popular list that you guys are really cranking out, man.
1: Yeah, actually, I'm enjoying like getting the interactive stuff. Um, just a couple things before we do your food thing yep. uh, we do have to acknowledge um two deaths this week in um both walks of life for me first and foremost um i'm the only one here that's a pro wrestling fan but big van vader passed away at 62 Aww. years old you know um, about that? yeah he passed away um the original great big man in wrestling probably the greatest big man and a lot of people don't realize this with vader is that the way he drew money in japan worldwide he was a god they worshipped him over there he was on Boy Meets World um, and he was the first big man 400 pounds doing backflips off the top rope he was a freak of nature and they knew when you, if you watch old Vader matches and even if you're not a wrestling fan his matches look like fights because he actually beat the shit out of people mm-hmm. it was notorious for him working stiff there's legendary stories about Shawn Michaels having temper tantrums about working with him because he made you earn it and if you earned his respect ironically the person that said that he got the best matches out of him was Mick Foley, because he was a maniac who liked getting his ass kicked. So, um, glasses up for Vader. Um, Another wrestler gone, way too young. uh, Heart failure, 62. And then um, last night we lost Vinnie Paul. Vinnie Paul, Pantera. That one is rough, man. I'll tell you why. It's not so much Vinnie Paul himself. Um, It's just that it's the last... Part of Pantera, yeah, Pantera, because when, when, when you lost Diamondback, da- when you lost Diamondback, you knew it was over. Yeah, but yeah, in a there was weird, no and I can't really explain it. There was a weird, like, okay, maybe we can do like a patch to patch you work. You, you know, can get like some legendary guitarist to yeah, fill in that like, can get the Zach. Like sound. Zach Wilde, I Zach, I think Zach Wilde, Wilde would have been yeah. a good, or Slash would have tried. But his stupid hat. But now that he's gone, Pantera is officially over because the lead singer is a complete douche. Oh, bag. he's an asshole. I can't fucking stand that guy. Um, one of the all-time great voices in metal, and I can't say them. One of the him. most underrated music feuds. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, Pantera has some great albums. I think Cowboys from Hell is my personal favorite. I, I mean, for me, it's Vulgar Display. Vulgar it's just, Those are the two big ones, I think. Of. I mean, first off, and it quotes one of my favorite horror movies in The Exorcist on <laughs> the title. So um, now, That was one of the coolest album covers of the guy getting punched. Absolutely. I mean, it's um, it's it's uh, only 52, was Vinny? Um, and 54. 54, and still don't really, I don't know how he passed yet. I'm it, assuming it was, drugs, it was either or drugs heart or failure. heart failure. So. So there were early reports it was suicide, but then those kind of didn't go anywhere. And I feel like if it was it, a suicide, it would have come. Yeah, out Yeah, it would have definitely come out now. Um, so we got to give respect to uh, two legends. In, listen to some Pantera. Listen to some Pantera today if you're a wrestling fan. Put on some Vader matches. I know WWE Network just added the Vader collection with a lot of his old Japanese and WCW mm-hmm. matches. So That's nice. yeah, they, they they they're pretty good with that. How's on the Luke Network. and Leia doing? Luke and Leia? Well, their father died. Awkward silence. Yeah, we're gonna ignore you. Who? Wait, what are you, well, talking, what are you Vader? talking about? Vader. Oh, you're an asshole, <laughs> Vader. What an asswipe. Um, yeah, okay, that's, so that's a long right, awkward silence. What do, do you got that. for us, food wise? Okay, see this. hold on. Um, do we need to record this as well? Um, let's go to break. Okay, Real we're quick. gonna pause really quick. And if I can find where the fucking mouse is. All right. Okay. So we're we're back, and Ralph. Whoa. Um, in my hands, I have a sliced lemon and a sliced lime. So does like, Mike. So does Ralph. Um, so why do I? Why am I holding a lemon and a lime right now? Because we are going to do an experiment. Like, Colucci did in college. <laughs> Take this. What is this? What is it? My hands are... Oh, oh. What is What What are you handing me? Is this ecstasy? I'll explain. It's not ecstasy. You can't just... Ecstasy doesn't come in blister packs. It should.
0: Yes, <laughs> it does. The one I get. I don't know what you're talking
1: about. <laughs> okay. So, this apparently is called the Miracle Berry. Apparently, when you eat it, it changes what food tastes like for an hour. And it says, vinegar tastes good, lemons taste sweet, cheese tastes like f- cheesecake. I'm just oh. really curious about it. Okay, and so I'm, it, it's a chewable, so... You put it in your mouth and you let it dissolve.
0: No, I'm not doing this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, this is horrible. This does not taste good. No. You
0: can take you can take this back. This is a weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> what does dick taste
1: like? Delicious. <laughs> it's always tasted delicious. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> These things taste. Awful. If this if this stuff makes dick taste bad, I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I have, I have to have some dick later. I it need, tastes I need like Tums. Taste, yeah. It tastes worse than Tums. I'd rather have Tums. It tastes like Tums made with ice cream. If this I'm doesn't work, this... I'm gonna be really angry. Oh, I really hope it doesn't. So we got a variety of food. We have a bagel. We have pineapple grapes. Strawberry.
0: I thought he was going to take all these nice ingredients and make something <laughs> like, like a nice summer salad. Like a summer salad. <laughs> like a little cheese, a little prosciutto. Prosu- I prosu-
1: originally salad. was going to bring something else, but... Hot Carl? Hot Carl. <laughs> $200. All right, let me... Gonna, what are we doing? My, my little bit left to dissolve. So, so it, again, we're taking these pills that... Um, Those are change the way things taste. So, once this is done dissolving, just a second, I'm going to try this Gatorade. This is what the back says. What's it called, the product? Miraculous Melting Tablets. And where did you get it from? The internet. It's it everything from the internet. Miraculous melting tablets can provide better nutrition through natural flavor enhancement. Oh, I guess it makes sense if there's healthy food you don't like the taste of. It's, it's probably In far away, Miami, Florida, it contains <laughs> a unique, far away glypoprotein called Miraculin <laughs> All right, that let's, binds to the taste receptors. Let's just Let's just that eat. Just let, made I'm going to try this. So, what flavor? This is lemonade Gatorade. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I can't taste anything. Try it this. just tastes wet. I don't taste anything. I can tell it's a sour patch kid, but I can't tell the flavor. Or my You're... teeth just hurt. <laughs> well, what are we supposed to do with this lemon and lime? I don't know. Oh, vinegar. Yeah. Let's see. So this is a, a bottle of distilled white vinegar. <laughs> if this sucks, dude, they can clean your coffee pot. But you know, <laughs> clean my colon. Them. We're trying all of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that makes me so-
0: this is why I did not want to do this. <laughs> oh, wait, I think we
1: were supposed to wait 15 minutes. Oh, you asshole. That sucked. I, felt, I taste like I just dyed eggs in my mouth. <laughs> oh, wait, the effect lasts for 15 minutes <laughs> to two hours. Dude, that sucked. All right, I gotta do it. Man's <sighs> dying. Man might die. I don't want to drink vinegar ever. Ralph is fine with it. That it tastes like so soda. Weird. No, it doesn't. It tastes like vinegar, it asshole. It tastes like soda, dude. No, it, it doesn't. If that tastes like soda i don't want to drink soda it tastes ever. Like spicy soda <laughs> no wow it does not taste like spicy okay. soda it tastes like ass um cream cheese apparently the cream cheese tastes like uh cheesecake dude my fucking chest hurts right I now i don't i gave you heartburn medicine this is just cream cheese yeah tastes like cream cheese i don't want to eat just cream cheese this sucks your game sucks Wait, i'm tasting everything. Everything. Give me a fucking pineapple. This sucks. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna have a
0: strawberry because I like
1: strawberries. It tastes like pineapple. The snozzberries taste like strawberries! This sucks. <laughs> it tastes my like. My eyes are tearing because I still taste the goddamn vinegar. Here, try some Gatorade. It tastes. Better. Oh my god! I'm literally. Look at my eyes. I'm literally crying. It, you it tastes like pineapple plus.
0: This is a really nice strawberry, by the way. This
1: tastes like strawberry watermelon Gatorade. <laughs> my eyes. It's delicious. Yeah. Here, try some more of this. Water? Thank No, this is the vinegar again. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Why are you going back to
0: the well of the vinegar, Dan? You know this is a bad idea. Okay. I can't do this anymore. Oh, my God. Lime. Like- Got yeah. oh.
1: It's delicious. I oh, can't don't do the lemon now. It tastes like a candy. The lemon wasn't bad. Yeah, it's a little sour. I don't want to do this anymore. It's delicious. <laughs> I don't want to do We're this anymore. Be no, get, we... get me a dick. Jeez. This sucks. We got to do cheese There's now. plenty of those oh, in there. Give room. me a piece of cheese. But you got to dip it in the vinegar. No, <laughs> How do you dip it in the vinegar? It's the best cheese i ever had. It tastes like the fucking cheese I've always had. These things are going to fix America. Let me see this. Garbage. Those are eight, 16 bucks. Yeah, good. Now it's they outside. Isn't that expensive? Wow. Courtney paid for them. <sighs> That sucked. All right. Well, I feel like shit now. My lips taste like vinegar still, and I'm. "Mm." It's delicious, dude. No, it's not. I
0: can't believe he's drinking (sighs) vinegar right now. This is. It doesn't taste
1: like vinegar. You can stop. Literally, I got like vinegar all over my glasses. Don't you taste dick? What? You want me to taste dick? When you taste dick, I'll stop recording. All right, someone get me one. All right, we're (laughs) good. Thank you for recording, landlord This is is a feast. Uh, I think a feast of shit. I think this is amazing. That was the worst. <laughs> All right. Oh, my stomach does not feel good now. I got Tums. They're going to taste great. They're going to be tasty Tums. I, I would rather eat the Tums. Oh, man, you are, you are legitimately <laughs> in pain right now. I'm very uncomfortable. It makes me so happy. The, uh, the,
0: the reason why I wanna, What did you do to your fucking microphone?
1: You're an ass. The reason why I
0: didn't want to do this was because yeah. of what you're, how you're reacting I don't want right any sour
1: patch, because I don't want it. I want it's water. It. I've tasted a little bit of everything. It sucked. I, this I was... have to
0: go home and take care of a child. I cannot be with the state that you're in, Dan, right now.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. You know what we were saying before uh, that? Those are off-brand Kirkland uh, Tums. <laughs> real Tums. He's giving me Kirkland Tums. But taste like at real Tums
1: at age 29, I get more excited for Tums than I do like anything else. Yeah. Because how terrible my fucking health is. Oh. These are delicious. No, hey, they're not. I don't need the time Leave These me alone. We're diving into something else because your fucking game That's is going to make me well, shit well, you, my you're ass. You your friend. He doesn't care.
0: You hurt your friend. I never hurt him. He said, look how adorable he is. Every food, I, I, every, is
1: so healthy with every food item he's brought me so far has been terrible. He brought in that terrible watermelon roll ice cream cake, which That's, was shit. That sounds like, good. he hit the door behind you by oh, a chance? No, no worries. It's not your fault. It's a landlord's fault, but it's her land, so I guess. So I can say those pills. Review, five out of five. I'd give him a fucking negative five out of five that was terrible um so i actually had a couple uh stories i came across so i was watching um i think it was smackdown the other night on U- on usa good movie um, wwe smackdown thank you and i saw f- four commercials that featured they weren't selling you something they were i mean ralph's eating a lemon the commercials were actually apologizing for the way their product has operated before. Uber. So I have Facebook, Facebook apologizing for stuff from the election. Wells Fargo saying, "Oh, we ripped people off. We we made sales pitches and stole money." Reestablished Uber. Uber because of all the, you know, the the sexual assaults and Domino's Pizza saying they now have the people to check them. Um they always have like the the pizza checker before delivery goes out. Domino's up is fixing America. With They're not the fixing anything. And there was another one that I saw recently too that I don't remember. But we're at the point now where they don't sell us products... They they tell they sell you we're gonna try not to fuck up again, <laughs> which really made me laugh because it's probably gonna work because people are like oh well Wells Fargo ripped off hundreds of millions of dollars from these people but they said it's not gonna happen again because they took away sales goals why the fuck did a bank have a sales goal in the first place
0: well why were they establishing fake accounts under people and then charging them like yeah. crazy levels of it like it it's shouldn't they be out business? of business like Wells Fargo well, in theory part of that class
1: action lawsuit they did that to me
0: <sighs> yeah it's, yeah it's messed up by the way I wouldn't I never my, all my money is not in wells fargo i'm glad if it was i would oh what's your routing number and
1: bank account number um, so we can figure a it bunch out of
0: numbers and letters <laughs> I, there's like there's a no letters there's, there's, account. there's like four letters in there i think alicia's <laughs> she told me there's a bunch of letters so. she gave you fake information so you don't
1: so i i, I want to see if this is going to be like a trend where all these companies like because soon it's going to be twitter apologizing for things and instagram and every other once more people get screwed over they're not going to sell you products anymore and i mean it does help that um brand establishment means a lot of these companies will never go out of business. No, no, I, free, free, 2P, I don't want to eat anything else. But people like say, Oh, ESPN's gonna go under. They're not gonna go under until there's a clear number two. The WWE won't go under until there's a clear number two. Mm-hmm. But all these things, unless there is a, a sufficient replacement, it won't happen. It just doesn't happen like that. Well, so,
0: FIFA, the same thing.
1: Yeah, it, it's exactly the NCAA. It, it until there's something that can actually come in its place, like people, are like, oh, they look at the NFL's ratings. I'm like, yeah, they're still number one. The Walking Dead, the ratings are going down, but there's no one close I to I actually them. think the NCAA, nothing's there yet, but I think that's the most likely to go down. Well, there, all the corruption in the NCAA, it's a little bit different, and but I think it's going to be replaced by some worse. I think the big schools are going to the make XFL. Go- Oh. No, I'm not kidding. And the other one that um has got uh, a scholarship. There, no, there's another football league that just got announced. The American um, from, football league Yeah, from like Char- um, Charlie Ebersole's uh, son who did the XFL documentary with Vince McMahon, and Vince is not happy about it. Isn't Oliver Luck um, he's head the CEO? Of the XFL? Yeah, he's he's going to be running the operations of the XFL, which tells me it's going to be more legitimate than last time because the Luck family. Andrew, is, Andrew Luck signs just, on. Oh my, <laughs> imagine he they release him and he just goes to the XFL. <laughs> that would I'd be, be so that would happy. be like the biggest sports story of. Ever. That would be, that'd be, Vince would pay him whatever he had to, I'm sure, but I still can't pay as much as the NFL. No, we cannot. I, um, have, a, I have a bellyache now. Yeah, I don't feel good. I'm um, really, the other, feeling good now. And so, I had
0: got like maybe two hours of sleep last night, so I'm rolling. Was that because of the way for the baby? Um, it's because of my own personal neuroses. <laughs> uh, dude, Check, I'm with checking you. The baby over you watched and over Jurassic again. Park last night? <laughs> oh, yeah, I watched the Spit right. No, I did not. <laughs> I'm going to see Jurassic World 2 today. I know, so. well, I'm, I'm excited to, you know. I see like the first Jurassic World. I thought too. it was with Chris Pratt. I thought it was fun. You know what's so weird, well though, and you're probably way off topic here? Is Colin Trevorrow's like, like career oh. path from Safety Not Guaranteed to Jurassic World to Dude, it's supposed to do episode eight, episode They nine. Get fired from it. The fire or from nine, nine nine. Then directing Book of Henry, being at the wor- as being one of the worst movies of all time, yep. and now going to go back and do Jurassic World three. Yep, and they're because they are doing a trilogy, so I'm going to be interested well, the, to see how they bridge the, this. The second one apparently ends on a very very thing I, for the third. From line. what I understand, and I really I read, hope... I read a spoiler for because I can't see Jurassic World because <laughs> <'Cause> of dinosaurs. <laughs> so I have to read about it.
1: <laughs> you know, it would suck if they ever had to. Dinosaurs read? It, really scary. If, if they wanted to the remake, scary. if they wanted to remake Jurassic Park, they would, and they wanted to be more scientifically accurate. The dinosaurs wouldn't be scary at all now that they know they had feathers and they look more like birds. They'd still be scary. Birds are scary. Get, birds are not scary. Birds, what dude, bird scares you? Bird, okay, so... The claw.
0: Here's the bird that scared me. The bird... Blue Jay. So, Alicia and I, a couple Yo, years ago... they eat other babies. A couple years ago, Alicia and I are walking on the boardwalk in Atlantic City, having a good time. She's eating an ice cream cone. She's on a diet. <laughs> I like what this she's she's, she's she's on a diet because it was prior to our wedding. She okay. was trying to lose some... Ah, uh, okay, yeah. So, wedding so, weight. So, and she talked about all week about... The bottom of the ice cream cone, the flat ice cream cone, not the. the cone yeah, part, I know what you're talking about. But the little ice cream in there, it's delicious. Just delicious. The best thing in the part of the. Yes, ice cream Yes, I agree with that. So we're eating a. We're eating a. She's eating the ice cream cone. She's at the bottom of it. She's about to put it in her mouth. <laughs> a seagull literally snatches it sight unseen, and like it was like a freaking ninja, <laughs> and it took her ice cream. The best and part of the ice cream best, cone. And she, she's like, no, I don't want another part of the ice. cream I don't want another ice cream. So to that's to that why water. you guys are
1: scarred by birds now.
0: Uh, many other reasons why we're scarred. She also is very scared of
1: geese. Gees Gees well, geese are suck. assholes. They're, They're fucking rude. Assholes. Yeah. Keep. Um. So this is on uh, the topic of the apology thing again. But uh, did you hear about this? Um. The bird the, should apologize. The the bird should apologize. Uh, Burger King and Russia having to apologize. You, <laughs> did you hear about this story? So Burger King had to issue an apology to Russian women because they were offering a lifetime supply of Whoppers if you get knocked up by a World Cl- Cup Russian athlete. Because they want it. This is they want to. This is the quote. Reward a reward to women who get the best football genes and ensure the success success of the Russian team. For generations to come, that there's sounds so so weird. There's <laughs> so much going on <laughs> well, in yeah, this story. A lot of racism, you got you like, got eugenics, eugenics, you got um, sexualization, sexualization, <laughs> you got fast food, <laughs> uh, probably <laughs> probably some disease in there also, too. A
0: lifetime of whoppers isn't that like
1: not a good thing? No, it's a great thing. <laughs> it's a, for him. You shut he, your no, mouth. You want the, a lifetime supply of sourdough kings? Sourdough kings are the. I the haven't top. had one. They're um, delicious. So ten out of ten. I mean. Russia in, in Russia their advertisement is like 90% sexualized um, so that, that doesn't surprise me yeah. but why would they think that this would not come back to bite them in the ass like Burger King has to understand that it's probably going to get to people that shouldn't know about this if you're, you keep that in like North Korea North Korea we'd never find out about it in Russia we're going to find out about everything if so... it was are doing it I don't think it would be that big of a deal no. like, like a Russian if, company but why? shouldn't it, if they wanted to be fair here they should probably offer the lifetime, lifetime supply of Whoppers to not just the woman but the Russian athlete because he has to raise a little bastard now, to the child, financially. The yeah, will oh, help him grow into the yeah. The, the child is born sponsored by Burger King. This is a good idea, actually. You're I, setting these kids up for life. I don't see the problem. You're literally you're setting the child up I for see life. Nothing
0: but problems.
1: What what problems do you see? a child being raised by Burger King. No, I didn't say. Well, raised, sure, but sponsored, where you get financial benefits. He's literally so, born into royalty. You just, yeah, you are literally. Part of the Burger King. I want to see the contract with all the strings coming out. Does he need
0: to eat Burger King sponsored formula?
1: (laughs) Like. It comes he, from a milkshake is machine. It's like, like his daycare no, the, inside a Burger King. I think what they do is the woman, after she has the baby, has to and while she's pregnant, only eat Burger King. So then, when the breast that milk like is also, idea. why is it a horrible idea? What could possibly go wrong? That's I, I think you and I, I have very time. different views of Burger King because I don't see a single. Problem I don't see with a this. problem with this either. I think, especially if you get them some onion rings in there, so you get a vegetable. That's, um, that's very true. You get the French fries. You got a potato. Okay, I'm in. I'm okay. My next kid's going to be sponsored by Burger okay, King. Okay, so <laughs> so um, Alicia, if you're here. Hearing this, get ready to have Burger King um, in the near future. I don't know when you're planning on number two, but
0: I don't know what I'm planning. I can barely plan for the next ten minutes. <laughs> planning for no, the second child, ridiculousness. I'll plan it for you. Don't worry. You go. Speaking <laughs> we'll of the World right Cup, speaking of the World Cup, I got uh, a story.
1: Okay. No, 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 no. You're okay, gonna good. As point. long as it's not actually soccer related. Did you hear that in London they've run out of beer? Yes, I did hear about wow. this. Okay, you so fucking lie free. What is the only sport they like in Europe? Badminton. Soccer. Oh, soccer. soccer. Badminton is actually my number one. <laughs> when you're, we're talking about the World Cup, what was the reveal going to be? <laughs> badminton? Still bad. What's the one sport they like? Badminton. Badminton. <laughs> and sumo wrestling. What's the second thing they like in Europe? Drinking mass qualities of beer. What brings two of them together? The World Cup. How did you not plan for this? Yeah, like, or they, maybe they just drink that much beer. They actually ran, it's not the beer, they ran out of CO2, so they have the beer, they just can't (laughs) get it out. So it's like. They ran out of the thing that we breathe out of our mouth.
0: (laughs) Yes. You had one job. They just start breathing into the thing. You start breathing into the tanks. You had four
1: years to prepare, it's everything your country cares about, and you fucked it up. That's fantastic. Like two, two days into the tournament, too. I always like... love seeing those stories about like when these celebrations happen and they run out of booze because, especially soccer hooligans. Like if you look up the stories in the World Cup, the stabbings that are happening, all the stabbings. It's crazy. I mean, there should be more. I, I'm kind of disappointed. The numbers aren't higher. Did you hear the story about um? I forget what country it is. They're trying to bring chickens into the... Yeah. Uh, the World Cup brings out some really weird shit. Like, we think football fans are crazy and basketball fans, but uh, soccer oh, wait, 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 fans... Are you referring to American football? I'm talking about real football, not fucking footy. I, I hate when people say, oh, you're referring to American football. Go no, no, fuck I'm refer- yourself. Listen, when we're in America, we're going to call it football and we'll call your shit I hope soccer. You, I hope you choke on an IPA if, and, at a Seattle Sounders And game. I don't <laughs> like reading football, F-U-T. It really bothers me. Mm. Foot... Foot. I do not like that. Football. We just don't uh, respect other people's culture. No. Why would we? We're we're, we're in the greatest football. country in the world. Totally. With the greatest citizens, no, no matter really. what you think. And we call and a
0: sport that's foot. We call a sport football that they don't use your feet unless it's. We, you like, know like, why? Because that's what
1: we do. That's what we do. What we use our feet to advance yes. the ball. So your feet are used technically. But so- it's soccer. If and you're born as football related if, somehow, if you're, mm, well, not if you bring a bat in, then it's baseball. No, but you're still on your feet. Yeah, but you're not using your feet to advance the ball. Technically, you're using your feet Feet to to hit the ball. To run, hit the ball. That's fair. I I think hockey may because it's like foot, but like there's so what would we call that puck ball? That that'd be called um, ice ice sphere, ice sphere, skate uh, skate disc. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, I have a food thing for you, Ralph. Ooh, um, have you heard about KFC's newest thing that's coming out? What is their new thing? KFC pizza. It's made with fry, a fried chicken crust. Um, so it's called the Chiza, or the Chiza. I don't know how it's pronounced. Tomato sauce, mutz, but this is where they lose me. Ham and pineapple, drizzled no with the, with ham, their cheese no sauce. I, pizza, pineapple. I Listen, I love pineapple. I love pizza. They don't belong together. They don't belong I'm sorry. They together. I'm right with you. Heaven. So I, we have to try it. I do have to try it I, I out a principle. I, I do
0: have a, a KFC... And a Popeyes within literally two miles. Popeyes of each other. is significantly better. Popeyes is so much better, and I'm, I could walk to the Popeyes. I, so that would be a problem for me if I, I could to walk to a Popeyes. It'd be an issue. So
1: um, yeah. I got you guys already know the story, but a little aside: when I went to pick up, uh, I didn't talk about this on the show, right? Only off the air. When I went mm-hmm. to pick up Mike, so no. I didn't know. So Mike oh, lives God. really. He lives around the corner from me, and, and you. I know he lives by a an Popeyes later. and an AutoZone or an Advanced Auto Parts. I couldn't remember which. Those are two different things. So, so
0: <laughs> I think it's an auto zone. I still don't, I still forget. So
1: I put in originally I put an auto zone. It brings me to an auto zone on the other side of the town. This is like when we were trying to find Bobo at Dunkin Donuts. <laughs> so there, so this is where you would think, let's text Mike. No, he also he may live by an advanced auto parts, not an auto zone. So I put that in. Nope. I go to another advanced auto parts. So then I go to a Popeyes Chicken because I know he lives by a Popeyes Chicken, and I go to a Popeyes Chicken in the Rockaway Mall, which is not where Mike lives.
0: <laughs> you don't live in the mall. I lived. I used to live actually like next to the Rockaway Mall. He like did. In the barber complex. <laughs> so I think then I, moved, then I moved about two minutes more, like further than the Rockaway Mall. So there seem I'm to still be still layers of confusion here for you. I've got everything all, in wrong. Right of the way, this. All of this could have been fixed by saying, "Hey, Mike, what's your address? I know I've been Yeah. In your house Why times? do you
1: have to be an ass about literally you know, everything what? in your life? Yeah. I, I You're trying
0: to be a little bit too prideful. Okay. Oh, texting him
1: was the biggest piece of defeat I've ever had. And then
0: I had to text him back. Go, oh, I'm sorry, I haven't responded to you. I'm holding a baby right now. He <laughs> yeah, he's go, like, hey, was hey I'm really too busy grabby. being an
1: adult. Yeah, sorry to take I time off not- my yeah, business. I have no interest in adulting anytime show. soon. <laughs> yeah. So, um, let me see. Did we have anything else? Oh, um, what about uh this this rapper XXX Tentacomb? Oh, oh, listen. Oh. I, I have no sympathy. I feel bad for his family, his friends, but you blind a wom- a pregnant woman by beating the shit out of her. You stand in the crosshairs too often. What's going to happen? Unfortunately, I mean, th- that's just the truth yeah. of it. You grab the you, bull by the You You walk that line and I understand he he was trying to be a better person, but I have no sympathy for a man that beat the shit out of a woman he got pregnant. No matter circumstances, on I don't care if she was yelling at you. You blinded the woman in one eye. So um, you live that lifestyle, and I don't like, again, he's a SoundCloud rapper, that mumble rap. I heard my buddy buddy Jake showed me one song. I'm like, this actually isn't bad. But again, I did not feel any level of sadness for this guy because he didn't feel any level of sadness for the other people he hurt in his life. And I think when you walk that lifestyle, same thing with Pac, with Biggie, when you play that game, you're going to get bit. And in this case, this kid was playing with fire for so long, and if you believe in karma... Yeah, it's tough. I, I have no I again I have no level of sympathy for that I, I
0: don't have any level of sympathy for either. I feel bad for his family I feel bad for terrible
1: for yeah family. anytime I hear things like this I feel I feel bad for their families I but thought he existed when I found out he was dead. I had yeah, never I, 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 had, heard heard I had never heard of him and now suddenly everyone's acting like he's someone posted oh he's going to be this generation's Tupac now okay I don't know come like on that's that. a bit of a stretch Tupac was a megastar three he's people right more now vinegar. Yeah, I know Three people in this room had never heard of this guy until he died. It so wore off. It wore I, off. I, heard, I heard
0: about him yeah, when good. I read an article about it. That was it.
1: Exactly. Um, Ralph, did you have any other uh, stuff? Because I have one more um, so, um, for you. I was going to do the sports thing, but I think we can wait that for uh, Yeah, again, we're, we need to... we're trying to create a new sport, so we're still looking for some ideas from yeah. people. Yeah, but uh, we got a lot of good feedback from that, but we'll actually devote um, you know, a good proper amount of time for that in a future show. Yep. I do um, have one thing. Well, we have to do our picks still. Oh, yeah, we, we completely forgot. So why don't we just do that quick before uh, we, we wrap up. So what? Um, why don't you give me yours first? My pick? Yeah, if I can find my fucking right. pen. My stomach is fucking killing me right now. So when now. I texted di- you... Dan's dying. So. so um, I texted Dan yesterday, and I said, um, what do you want? Do you want a safe choice? Something completely out there or something I out really I actually out told there. him I wanted to drink vinegar today, so <laughs> I asked for it. Vinegar the album. Yeah. All right. So what so, do you got for me? I'm giving you an album, and I don't want to tell anything to you about it. I want you okay, going completely fine. blind. that's fine. It's yeasayer, Y-E-A-S-A-Y-E-R. Okay. Yaysayer, Yesayer, I don't know how you pronounce it. All Our Symbols. All Our Symbols? I know I'm going to get something out of you from this. I just don't know what. <sighs> okay. I, 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 I'm just interested. Okay. I love this album. I do not know what you're going to give me from this. Okay, so good. So the one I'm going to give you actually... Um, we just talked about it last night, and we have um, I, I was debating. I know you said you wanted something in the 70s. French Connection? No, I know you said you wanted something in the 70s or 80s, but because... Tom Cruise got brought up. We talked about this movie last night. I'm going to give you Minority Report. All right, um, Spielberg film. I do you like Minority Report, Mike? I love Minority Report. I, I am a huge. I love
0: Colin Farrell in that he's, movie. Colin he's Colin Farrell's
1: nice. great in it. The whole cast is great. Max, Max von Sydow is in it. He's fucking great. Um, so Minority Report, Spielberg directed uh, an incredibly underrated sci-fi flick. Um, another one, Tom Cruise, and another one of my favorite sci-fi movies. The you, last it's twenty a beautiful years. Beautiful movie too. It, it's it, a beautiful... The way it's filmed is great. Um, the, the twist at the end. The you... twist is great. Um, it has a little. Amb- to to the ending so you could yeah um so minority report is yours um i just watched it with the landlord recently and she's not big on like a lot of sci-fi and action and she really liked it because it, it's a really cool storyline uh, so I, I really do think you're going to like yeah, that and one. And a
0: good performance from uh, from, excited. from Mike Binder. Yes. <laughs> from just straight up Mike Binder. That, that's,
1: a, s- that's a good... Wow, what a good reference there. Can you give me the French Connection soon? I accidentally rented it. And I need to watch it before. How did you it? accidentally... There's like four steps to accidentally renting something. I accidentally rented the French Connection. Oh, my God. That's uh, why I keep right, trying so to give s- it to me. All right, so we got our picks now for the week. Uh, Yaysayer. Um, all our symbols. All our symbols. And I gave you Minority Report starring Tom Cruise, directed by Steven also, Spielberg. Also, no
0: minorities in the Minority Report. There are no- there's no, there's the one guy. The one it's guy. One guy it's the It's a prequel.
1: It's a prequel to Gran Torino. <laughs> <It's a prequel. laughs> Even there's though it's in the literally future. Literally no minorities. Yeah. And there's also no. It's reports. an alternate universe, Gran Torino. Different timelines. It's like uh, Westworld. Yes, exactly. Which are you? Have you? Been, are you caught up on Westworld? No. Oh, I we, am. Need to, it's, we need to. It's, I love it. It's I love so. It. It. It's so good. This, these past two episodes, specifically, well, not this week, the week before Katsuya. with the the Native American episode, yeah. was there's, incredible. There's well, no excuse why I just haven't watched it because you're garbage and junk. I'm garbage.
0: Once I saw that the guy who played Hanzi <laughs> and Fargo season yep. two was in this show I'm like first of all I know he's getting a showcase episode Absolutely. I don't know when, that and episode it was, episode was a
1: beautiful beautiful episode storyline visually the whole show visually is beautiful but the storyline was brilliant
0: <laughs> and it, I kind of got upset when they had to go back to the regular stupid. Pop. I know we but I was happy the... I was
1: happy to see I, I'm a huge Ed Harris fan so too, seeing, I love Ed Harris I so. seen some of that was cool yeah. alright so you said you had one more thing um, what did you have okay I have an air fryer Okay. I was debating bringing it here and cooking some food. This thing's a piece of shit, dude. It sucks. I saw the air fryer so on top I've, of your fridge. I love infomercials. The, I, I wake up hungover on a Friday. He, you're 10 years s- away from Saturday. spending $1,000 a week on QVC. I'm very, very <laughs> close. And Eric these or something, he's a guy with the big head and the stupid, hey, I look like I... Oh, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking I about. I look like I like Metallica, but only after Enter Sandman. Instead, so, so he listens to Nickelback. Yeah. Um... <laughs> He sold me on this thing. He's like, you can fry food. It tastes just as good as oil. No calories. And, and what with did you fry, what did you fry? I fried onion rings. I fried um, chicken tenders. French fries. All right. So how were they? Shit. Why were they shit? What did they taste like? It tasted like dry, but somehow still slimy, shitty, covered in flour, bullshit. This thing is the worst purchase ever, and I've tried three different times to make it, and I can't fucking get this thing to work. I hate this fucking thing. <laughs> <It's not laughs> I'm best. so I feel betrayed by our thieves.
0: As somebody who has a bunch of useless appliances in their houses, because for our, uh, uh, for the bridal shower we got a bunch of stuff. We have, Shit, I, we, have didn't want, we have a panini, we have a panini maker that we've used twice. <laughs> we have a waffle maker which I love. I've never used it. It, We, We have no, and we moved from an apartment to a house and we thought we would use these things when we had bigger counter space. No. No, didn't use them. I, and also like the same thing with the air fire. I just can't, Move myself to be. You can ge- It's yeah. a lot of
1: steps for bad food. It's well, totally I, the only steps. weird appliance that I've bought in, in a long time was I bought the my last day at Best Buy. I, the last thing I used my discount on was the hot dog toaster. Oh, it's <laughs> so weird. It, it's it's good, but I would rather grill them. Um, yeah. and it, it makes it has a weird smell when you toast of it's, it. It's uh. it's, it's not worth it. So, I wanted an ice cream maker, to be honest. Ice oh. cream makers, the Soda Stream isn't that good. Soda like, Stream <laughs> should be good, and it's no. it yes. tastes just like syrup. It tastes like just like straight up syrup. God, why? Um, like, so it. It's funny that you said it smelled weird. So, me and um, Mark, my brother-in-law, our future brother-in-law, um, we're cooking it, and we're like, everything tastes. The only flavor is bad flavor. Like, what's going on? Um, there was this like laminated plastic piece of like plastic covered piece of cardboard on the bottom we forgot to take out and it was just releasing harmful chemicals (laughs) into the food you're just melting plastic and breathing it in yep maybe that's why it doesn't taste good but when we (laughs) took it out the food tasted worse I debated putting it back in to get some kind of flavor so this thing I I do think that you should bring it in we should try deep frying something weird can we eat the no we're not I threw the magic berries out and I hope an animal took them that's a um, a deep
0: investment for Ralph
1: so the last thing I wanted to talk about before we get to our hot takes is um, did you hear about got these um, quote unquote fans that um, are petitioning and raising money they've apparently raised 15 million dollars to remake the last jedi because they hated it I'm that done. much. They, they, they literally they're trying no, to they're, no, no, they're trying to get over 200 million dollars. I'm, I'm done with America. I'm fucking done. It's just a mo- I know and it's just a movie. I fucking hate nerd culture. <laughs> I know it, it, nerd culture they literally wanted the, they raised 15 million dollars already to do this and do they think that Disney is going to give them the licensing no, to yourself. remake a movie that is less than a year old. Do they think that Mark Hamill was going to sign on for it and Daisy Ridley? Why? I know they're going to get Carrie Fisher. <laughs> like what are you gonna do like it, it to me it is the most pathetic like look at me fucking thing you could do in nerd nerd culture but what happens when they don't get the movies do they get their money back i i I think, I don't know how they crowdsourced it, but they're claiming they have even more financial backing. We have a major production company. Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm is, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, you're lying to people. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to make a CG, they're going to make like a CGI fan film, like Mortal Kombat did for a while on YouTube, and it's going to be fucking garbage. So what what are they going to do? What are they going to do that's better than The Last Jedi? Oh, well, they could tell you a lot of things. Well, I, I we wouldn't put the social the ju- Yeah, no, no Rose and Finn. No social justice. No, look at the bad guys. They're just like us. That annoyed me a little bit, but, but like, it But it, didn't, it ruin didn't ruin the, ruin the film movie. for you. Oh, they ruined Luke Skywalker's storyline. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, my God. Character growth. Well, Leia has force powers. That's never happened
0: before. Shut up. Fuck Get it, over yeah. yourself. They, but they need to... Uh, sorry that we're,
1: we're apparently... We're still in the majority of people that like the movie, but I sorry, love, that these, I love Last sorry that some of these cornball douchebags. Fans think that it needs to serve what they want I out of it. It's... That they're trying to live out their childhood fantasies well, you know what? of what they're it was after it Return Episode of the
0: Jedi. JJ Abrams, they're going to retcon the whole thing, but I don't. I kind of like JJ Abrams going back to do yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I do too. I think he can close out his own what he started. Yeah. I, I like that. But that middle tr- that middle part is a hard part to do. That also the bridge, that the Empire, bridge, and, Empire and uh, Empire Strike Back was hated when it first came out. I, 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 I said the same thing. This is yeah. going to be reflected on in twenty years as like an achievement because it's yes. a beautiful movie. Ryan Johnson did a great job. I'm excited to see his um, spin off trilogy that it's going to be in I, I hope it's like a Knights of the Old Republic kind of thing which is kind of what I'm, I'm getting I'm I, excited to
0: see John Favreau's Star Wars TV show on the new that's going to be dope. is that finally
1: coming out well they're, they're making it, it I, there are some year. issues right now with the the spin-off anthology films um, after the uh, yeah. they, 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 they said about well, well, they canceling those well apparently they said they were cancelled but yesterday Lucasfilm said there is no truth to that they're not canceling they're we're, just... we're, we're being more selective with it the only one I really want to see happen the is Obi-Wan. Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi that's the one I have the most invested in emotionally I have no desire to see the. Boba Fett one. I like uh, Boba Fett's history how it is.
0: If you you could convince me about a Boba Fett movie, and the, th- the thing that convinced me about it was James Mangold. Yeah, because Logan was brilliant. Po- if- poor James Mangold. The movie he was going to direct after Logan got canceled. Yep. And then this movie, it is looks on, like it's, it could be on the shelf but for the time. This guy being. had one of the the best movies that come out, and all yep. of a sudden he can't get another project
1: off. Of I know it. it's absurd. Um, I'm furious, right? Yeah, now. it's it's pretty crazy, and like it's it's weird because Solo. I, I liked Solo. I thought it was fun. It was a space I said, Space Indiana Jones. And if it wasn't for the fucking two hundred million dollars of reshoots, it's a profitable movie. It's not as profitable mm. as The Last Jedi or Force Awakens. But two hundred million dollars resho- any of the they had to reshoot seventy percent of the movie. Of course to re- it's gonna be a financial to bust. And
0: put it in there, yeah, you know.
1: exactly. Of course it is. And it was a good movie. It was fun. It, I I don't know if I liked it more than Rogue One. I go back and forth, but I liked it. I Ro- didn't really I didn't really like Rogue I liked, One. I liked But thought, I, I didn't I didn't hate Rogue One. Yeah, you could see why people liked it for one. I liked yeah. yeah, it was a, it was a fun movie. It was just a heist movie, and that's kind of what I Solo was too. I wanted to see too. the
0: version of the, these two movies that were actually the directors intended to make. See,
1: my issue with that in Solo was I, when I I don't like the first half hour of Solo. I thought it was very uneven and yeah. goofy. Is that There's the thirty percent a- they kept? That's the 30% they kept pretty much. And there's a fucking Chewbacca and Han Solo shower scene. Like, why? Mm, That sounds good. It it was sexy. Um, So, all right. So, let's wrap up. Let's do our hot takes. Ralph, do you have a prepared hot take? I do have a All right. What is your hot take, Ralph? Okay, about the Mets. No. You cocksucker. (laughs) Um, I'm getting really fucking sick of these holidays that aren't real holidays. Like what? National selfie day. Thursday the other day was yes, National selfie day. Did you take um, a selfie? I did not take a selfie because I'm a grown ass man. Yeah, but if you go through your Facebook, because I have to do this for Photoshop, you do have a lot of selfies. Do I really? Yeah, it's like you're always being creepy. You have a fucking pedo stash or something. You yeah, wear, okay, but you're like, wearing those are wearing glasses. Yeah, no, messy. I know. I'm not taking. i You're a, not, not you're a Kardashian with selfies. Yeah, correct. You're to, like
0: taking picture of yourself in yoga pants and going flexing. Look at my thing. But
1: like these aren't. You can, they're not canon holidays. That's no. the way I feel. They're all. They're not even Hallmark Peter holidays. Day. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, pizza no, no. pizza day is great. Real. Every day is pizza day. That's uh, true. If you That's eat a, a piece point. of pizza, it's pizza day. I I'm agree. sick of all national, you know. You would hate it at my office. We, national have a, we have a board written up with every day and what the actual holiday is. Oh, fuck So that. if it's like like chocolate ice cream day, we send someone to get ice cream. So We and get free actually, food out of it. I have a second hot take. Okay. I don't like people who say they don't like water. Water has no fucking taste. Yeah, you. How can you dislike water? I have a coworker who says cool. he struggles to drink water because he hates the taste. Water doesn't have a fucking taste. What an ad! Why don't you fucking throw throw take this to work with you and throw all of this at? Ad- he would like it more. It has flavor. No, I didn't mean the vinegar. I meant the fruit. Pet- pelt him with fruit.
0: Pelt with fruit? No, I want to eat that. Food. That's delicious. Pineapple's delicious.
1: <laughs> all right, so you have two hot takes. on Mike, do you have a hot uh, take? I do have a hot take. Let's hear and it. It could be is, anything. It doesn't have to be, to be oh, Mets related. So, <laughs> so
0: here's. Oh, it's all Mets related. Um, I'm a big Brandon. Newell LeBron guy. James is going to the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he'd make it seem better. Yeah, um, oh, anything would. I was would. thinking about this. So I'm four months behind pretty much everything that's happened in the world.
1: Okay. Because of, you know. Oh, there's a lot to tell there's you. There's a lot
0: to tell you. So, I was thinking about... Do you this. really like
1: Anthony Bourdain? Because I have some news for you. <laughs> I know. God, pretty much. How do you feel about children in cages? <laughs> I, I don't like them. And I, and I love Anthony Bourdain. He I don't, he like, goes, I don't like, like them. I don't like
0: children in cages. I don't. You shouldn't put children in cages. Oh, you <laughs> said should you be, don't like the
1: children. You don't like I the don't idea like children, of children in cages. I don't like children or cages. He prefers, his, he prefers his meal children to be free rolling. I, I don't rage. like them caged, but chained up is fine. Chained is totally a leash. Fine.
0: So uh, well, my hot take was I was thinking about this this morning, and I was on the toilet because <laughs> I was just trying to get that's two the thinking away, space. And I was thinking the movie The Wedding Crashers, yes, with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Yes, yes. Yeah. that movie you could not remake now
1: because they'd be deemed as predators. Oh, absolutely! I They're mean, the They're with, literally you're, predators. You're, you know, that's a, I never. I just watched it recently too, and I never like clicked going that.
0: Out to, to oh, people to take would definitely. These women people would definitely
1: advantage. be offended by it now, and that's a shame that you have to. Um, you can't even parody properly well, now. You like, and Wedding Crashers really is such a charming movie too, and it's it is, it is really funny. That was peak Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson with their. Chem- they they've been trying to recreate it with movies for yeah. decades. I, I now. feel like Wedding Crashers started the, like the wave of like R rated comedies, the Apatow kind of. That thing That was yeah. like the forty year old virgin. Um, uh, then led, led to the Hangover. Honestly, it, you could even uh, if you go back a little bit further. Um, Anna, uh, American Pie. Yep. Those movies were pretty big the into that. Too. Comedies, the, 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 big, the teen the teen rated. I R see. Movie. I think there's a big difference between well, those because those that, was, are a, more that so, was a teen R movie yeah like those are your college years yeah this is your entry level job yeah. years yeah like so you, Wedding Crashers came out around the same time as 40 year old virgin and that kickstarted the whole Apatow thing which all of those movies were yeah. huge forgetting Sarah Marshall I love you man role models and um, knocked up
0: it happened at Will Ferrell's peak too yeah and that's kind of where my hot take is Wedding Crashers despite it being a movie uh, ostensibly what would be, be viewed now as two predators taking advantage of a bunch of women correct does have that explores the dark undertone of that in the Will Ferrell stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And oh, the, That to me stuck with me. Sticks with when me. When He's more going than to the funeral. To, when, when they do the that funeral. whole
1: somber scene where Owen Wilson is just staring and uh, staring and Will Ferrell's like waiting. thrusting, like yeah, yeah. So it no, does, that's a it good point. Deco- it, it's ahead of its time, and but it shows that it does actually highlight that dark. Like this yeah, is what it could lead to, an kind Emerson of thing. Yeah, I mean, the I wish could have explored that. Personally, if if it came out now and people were offended by it, I would say shut the fuck up. Don't go see. it. Don't go
0: see it. I totally agree with that. I'm not saying that i like, no, this is of how course, but, but no, your
1: point. It's an observation of what our society is like now and how people would respond. I mean, I watch some of this old comedy and I see these things that people are are that would never get away with now. Oh. Like old Don Rickles when he was when out of roast, he was busting on um, Sugar Ray Robinson about his lips. I'm like, yo, he would never get away with like that even now. Even watching things that are like five or six yeah. years old, um, I'm re-watching Archer right now. There's early Archer episodes which would get. Oh, dude! I mean, there's really
0: third your through- enthusiasm when he's wrestling women. Yeah,
1: the Mighty Ducks—they could not remake because but there's a lot of violence <laughs>
0: against uh, violence against children.
1: Absolutely. I mean, when you, uh, you now sh- you protect them? They're... You put them in cages. Put them in cages. Yeah, you put them in, yeah, in cages. Chain them up. Whatever. Yeah. Um. So my next hot take is also movie related. Um. And this is uh. So we we've talked recently about um. The the lo- they're making live action Disney movies. Like they w- did the Jungle Book, which was awesome. they did the second
0: Jungle Book movie.
1: They did. They're doing the Lion King, and I just saw the trailer for a new Disney classic that is live action and they did Dumbo and I'm not even a huge Dumbo fan but the thing that bothered me about this is the director because I didn't even know who was directing it and I saw the trailer and I knew instantly who was Lawrence directing Kershazy. it Tim Burton Oh, no. so guess what? It's it's dark and it's whimsical and it's a little goofy. C- can we can we officially say that he is one of the most overrated filmmakers of all time? He has a great catalog early in his career, but there is a distinct line from where he went to great to terrible. There wasn't like this decline. It was from great movies from e- Edward Scissorhands, um, Ed Wood was great. Batman yeah. movies, uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure is awesome. Sleepy Hollow is the cutoff. I loved Sleepy Hollow with Johnny Depp and Christopher Walken. But Sleepy Hollow is... Okay, that's, but the, still first a Tim movie. that's the first yeah. sign of cracks, I would say. Yeah, fair. Uh, then he had one that was um, Not dark in theme But it was whimsical Was Big Fish And that got great I Big hate. F- I did not like, I Big like, Fish. Fish. I like, I like Big Fish I like Big I like, Fish I'm a crude up guy I'm a crude up Okay that's fair I can understand why people Don't like Big Fish I do think it's a cool that movie That was though. when I really Started to pick up On the predictable Filmmaking of Tim Burton Yes it, It's I mean he, then he had He had the Planet of the Apes remake The Charlie oh, and the Chocolate man. Factory Sweeney Todd uh, Which Sweeney is one of Todd. my All time hated movies uh, I believe he did Dark Shadows with Johnny Depp also yes, he, he did the Alice in Wonderland movies oh. like I like Big Eyes
0: though Big Eyes actually wasn't bad That wasn't bad Emma Stone
1: and Christoph Waltz That wasn't bad It tells
0: tells a true story About how this woman And her husband Whatever the, The woman was a painter She painted these big iconic um, paintings that had really big eyes in them, and they, they CGI Emma Stone's eyes yeah, up. They CGI it's all Emma Stone's I, eyes. I, I, exactly. She won an Oscar for but
1: it. But yeah, I, I'm trying to think of uh, the other like Tim Burton movies in recent years. Today, he has not had a good one in no. a long, long time. Didn't he have time. Uh, one of those like stop action movies that were popular? Oh, um, um, he did. Uh, Paral- no, no, it wasn't Coraline. Not he did Coraline. Um, Norm, uh, Norman, the Paranorman, Paranorman, uh, and Frank and That's Frank and That was one of his original short films. Those too. ones don't bother me as much because I think that style. I mean. And he also, uh, the one thing that bothers me, and this is where we're going to cut off um, Tim Burton-wise, is he gets credit for Nightmare Before Christmas. He was not. He, was not didn't he, he didn't direct it. He he helped write the early short story, but he did not write the script. Stop calling it a Tim Burton movie. It is not a Tim Burton movie. I Like I said, I love his old stuff. I love Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I love Edward Scissorhands. I love Ed- Edward Mars Attacks. I love Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks, Mars attacks rules. I have a question, though. Do you think that's because you were at the age when that no. stuff seemed dark and whimsical and I, interesting, and now that you grew I out don't, of it? No, it's not has nothing to do with. I don't like when a director's filmmaking style is entirely predictable. We're talking about like, it with Wes Anderson, how Wes Anderson's the I other. Hate, I hate Wes Anderson. I movies. like I like a couple. movies. I thought Grand Budapest was great. Um, I like the Royal Tenenbaums, but Life Aquatic is so incredibly overrated. He has a bunch that are incredibly overrated. Fuck Fantastic Mr. I think, Fox. I feel like you need
0: to buy a membership to like Wes Anderson's movies. He needs to tell you something that's like a secret.
1: Well, that's that's why I was surprised that I like Grand Budapest. Passed so much, but maybe it's because I like Ray Fiennes that much, and I thought he was great. I, in it. Well, I, Ray Fiennes is—he's great in it. I, that was like one of the few I like. But it was a very predictable Wes Anderson movie. But then you look at a guy like Scorsese, who you could look at Goodfellas and Casino and see they're similar movies. But then The Departed, which is along the same lines, the filmmaking style is completely different. And then you go to his most recent one, Silence, is completely different. Mm-hmm. And then you look at Raging Bull, Taxi Driver, Cape Fear, Mean Streets, King of Comedy—they're all different. Well, look at a guy like Stanley Kubrick. Now, granted, you're talking about the greatest of, of the great, but like literally every movie complete he started from scratch yep. every movie mm-hmm. uh-huh. you have horror you got um, uh, like epic movies mm-hmm. you got dark um, comedy uh, sci-fi black com- we have you have a black com- comedy yeah he's so you, you got that- the natural light movie um, S- S- what's it called I love that one Barry Lyndon? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's what, I think that might be my favorite Kubrick movie. I mean, I've gone back to some more recent Kubrick stuff. Like, I remember I hated Eyes Wide Shut when it first came out, and now I love it. I like Eyes Wide, like Eyes Wide, um, Shut. Eyes Wide it, Shut. It took so me a that. while, but again, like, I don't think it's an age thing with Tim Burton. I just think that his filmmaking is every movie has Johnny Depp in it. Every movie has his ex-wife, Helena well, Bonham Carter Johnny Depp in it. In. It does not, thankfully. Everything like, has, like, things sewed like, up. Like, yeah, that, I hate that sewed I, up thing he does. I
0: kind of like the trailer for this Dumbo movie. Granted, it's only, like, 45 seconds, and I didn't really... It wasn't a bad
1: trailer. Th- it's just I, I I have a hard time getting motivated for I anything think, Tim Burton related anymore I think
0: honestly they're using him as a hired gun in this case
1: alright so yeah that's to do, definitely that's, to do the show, that's definitely thought. what it is so um, I don't really have anything else um, there is one thing actually um, we had a, a phoner before with our great friend Daniel Bobo Curlin um, I think that's how we're going to close this out before you wrap up the music um, so Bobo our good friend has an album coming out on Ju- an EP, June 26th Um, called The Bobo Show. It's four songs, um, and uh, you're about to hear um, right after we say goodbye. Is Bobo hyping this up? So, um, for you, watch I listen episode nine again. Our picks this week were um, were all what? our symbols by Yesire and Minority Report. So, um, for Dan, you yep. watch I listen. Thanks, congratulations, Bobo. Yes, congratulations, Bobo. Mike, thanks so much Thank for sitting you. in Thank with you. us. Uh, for
0: me, guys. We've been a real pleasure. Thank we want to have
1: you back on soon, Ralph. Um, I'll, I'll obviously talk to you. And other than that, uh, here is now Bobo talking about his album, The Bobo Show. that's later. buddy, I thought we lost you there for a second. Ah, uh, your microphone's not working, man. I can't hear you. I got nothing. Yeah, you got no audio, buddy. Can you can, shake your head if you can hear me? I can hear you. All right, now I can hear you. All right. All right. So, all right. When we, um, like I said, I want to edit this all up and everything, so we'll just start from the top so If you got a little confused. That out,
2: that
1: oh, I that had to hang, hang up, up the, the phone, phone, right? right? Yeah, that, that's fine. So, right. uh, so on June 26th... On well, anyway, June 26, you have an EP coming out that you recorded with Lobo Sound, correct? Yes, yeah, that's right. Okay, so it's called the Bobo Show EP, right? Yes, yeah, that's yeah. right. It's called the Bobo Show EP. did you write all the songs for this EP? Uh, yeah, yeah, we, 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 we put, put together, together some, some songs. Okay, how um, how much of it did you write personally? Like lyrics or music and did you play any instruments on it? The skin flute or anything? I didn't play any instruments on it. I, I kept some, some ideas for the you, songs. Can you play any instruments? No. no. Oh no. man, I used to play a lot, so... you know, Bro, I mean, as long they, as you're involved they, in... They, they, they did this, right? I the lyrics. Okay, you saw... Do you think you have a good singing voice?
2: I I don't know if I have a crazy voice right. This is...
1: Who's your favorite musical? Oh. Who's your favorite musical actor, man? I don't know if I have really one specific favorite. Well, who's, someone, who's someone you really like? I don't know. I've seen I've seen, I've seen YouTube, YouTube live a few times. I'm seeing I'm seeing two on Friday. Um, just so we can give them like a little tease, can you send me like a little part of a U2 song? I
2: don't have the lyrics in front of me yet.
1: Sing me a song, right. now, Even if it's Meet the Mets, I just want to hear that singing voice. So we can get people hyped for the EP on the twenty-sixth. Yeah, you know what? I'll sing the, the little sample from the EP. Go, go for it. Let's hear it, Bobo. All right, introduce you to balloon kids. Fuck with your balloon kids. Doesn't matter that right, take a break, and watch the beds, and fuck all night. Yeah, E-R. all right, all right. I like it. I can't wait to hear this on the 26th. So where can we hear that again? Just remind everyone, give them the plug, or they can hear your EP dropping on the 26th. This all is right. Daniel Bobo Kerwin, famous for the Opie and Anthony compound media, Eastside Dave, um, Morning Crime Report. You're all over the place, Bobo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The,
2: the website is com slash Bobo for all any info regarding the EP, and you'll, and when the thing comes out, you'll, it'll be sent to you. I guess an email is sent to you, and it has, it'll get you all the information how to how to purchase this. It comes out.
1: It comes What's out. What's the uh, cost June, on that? What's the cost on the EP? What is it going to run your fans? It's it's
2: called it's called June twenty
1: sixth. It comes out June twenty sixth. How much is it going to cost? It's going to be going to cost uh, five ninety nine. Okay, that's listen. I would pay fifteen dollars if it even had two less songs. I'm so excited to hear this EP. And I'm sure yeah, and, a lot of your fans are. Um, are and, you going to be on Compound Media plugging it soon? Yeah, I will. And the EP is titled The Bobo Show. Is this like a dream come true for you, to have your own EP? Well, maybe part of it.
2: What's they, your, what's your number one dream? What would
1: be like your biggest dream coming true? Well, besides well, the best well, World well, Series. Well, the, well, other, the other thing would be with that have a show on the network. network. That's right. And I think you'll get there eventually. It's a... <coughs> It's crazy to see the genesis of Bobo with where you started and where you are now, man. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. And I'm sure you're having yeah, a lot of fun with it as well. I a lot of fun, too. Well, I, I definitely got... Enjoy, go ahead, what were you going to say? Enjoy doing this EP. I, 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 love, I love this so far. and, and Hopefully, that's and the, and the first of many to come. Maybe one day you'll have a full-length record and you can get signed by like a major label, too. Well, 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 I don't. I'm, I'm not, not really, really into, into doing really doing music. Well, listen. Anything could happen. It could be like a, like Adam Sandler used to do musical comedic albums where there were humorous songs and then little skits in there. we know that you're you're great with sketches. We've you, seen throughout the years that you're very good at this. All right, that's true. It could, it could lead to that. Yeah, but I I did love doing this. I, I think the solo hilarity got stuck in my head. That's fantastic. And it sounds like the guys at uh, Lobo Sound, uh, where you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, uh, really helped you out here and did some good stuff. So I'm sure they're very excited as well. Right. Vincent and Daniel are great people. We did great things with this. That's great. I mean, they brought you out of Chicago to do it. So I won't keep you too much longer, Bobo. Um, So again, give give me the plug again, and then we'll let you go on your way, man. Right. The, the web the website still website is lobo
2: slash for all your info regarding EP comes out June 26 and uh, you, you can sign up the email for all the inf- information and i and you, it'll make sure they'll make sure
1: that you're you're, you're alerted when this as soon as this thing's released. Fantastic. And where can fans uh, find you I've, on Twitter? Where can fans find you on Twitter? Oh, oh, yeah, and got to remind my people, people, it is $5.99. Five ni- is it? The Bobo Show EP is going to be $5.99. I um, gave you the plug of the website where you can get it. And if people want to follow you personally, what is your Twitter account? My Twitter account is Bobo103NYC. All right, that's where you can find the famous and now the recording act of Daniel Bobo and Bobo, thanks for joining us for a minute, man. We're excited to hear the EP on June 26th, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. All right, buddy. Have a great day.